virtual world where people from across the globe can come together online. Many administrative agencies and local governments maintain branches in Oz. Your personal information is safe, thanks to the most advanced encryption system known to man. You're free to enjoy Oz without a care in the world. Hey, let's choose a theme for this summer. How about girls? Perfect, huh? I'll stick to watermelon and fireworks. You are bland with a capital B. <laughs> hey, you want a job? Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where you never turn your back on family, even when they hurt you. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends and islanders. Ooh, welcome back to the island. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're still stuck here. And this week, we watch Mamoru Hosada's Summer Wars. Well, before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? Well, it appears that we've run out of tequila. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's honestly maybe my fault. I've been uh, I've been pretty down in the dumps since we got on Cancelled Island. I've I've really dipped into my own addictions, and I, I really don't know how much further I can go. But yeah, sorry, I drank all the tequila. You know? Yeah, you've just been you know stumbling around the island, you know, half cocked and uh, cock out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, trust me, like I I've been in that jerk off room a lot. There's only so much internet on this island, and I'm trying to get the most out of it. Uh, usually in 20 minute cycles, but. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know what they say, if it feels good out, leave it out, but whatever. I don't know, dude. This feels like I've been wearing, I mean, I've been wearing out my cock, dude. Let's this put is, it this way. Nobody's complaining around here. Excuse me, pardon me. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe yeah. this motherfucker. Yeah, What's yeah, up, Wayne? Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. It seems like you've uh, found a new home on this island, being that you're still here uh, with, you know, no sight of your, your, your boat, plane, whatever you came here on, but, you know. Cool to see you, I guess. Are you enjoying yourself on this island? Has anyone reached out to you to be your friend? Excuse me, pardon me. Mm, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, we don't have tequila, but I've somehow found like a half-open bottle of Went Vineyards. Yeah, Muskie dug that one out of the yeah. sand. I think he uh, he might have uh, yeah put this one in the fridge after we didn't finish it off. But <laughs> Way back in the day. Yeah, and he somehow <clears throat> you know slipped it to us you know yeah. from his, you know... He seems to have access to his bar. A wine cellar of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, Ubuntu has been looking for some extra alcohol, but he's been divvying it up to uh, all the baddies around here as well. But let's just give the uh, the baddest man of them all, Little Wayne, his pour. Let's do it. <laughs> Ooh. Back to the, the patented wine pour, which it felt wrong to have that weak-ass margarita pour coming out of the shaker, but, you know. Yeah. We're back to our old ways. We're back on our bullshit. Uh, and being that we're back on our bullshit, I have a, another musical number to uh, open this show up because, as I've said, uh, I've truly flushed my life down the drain being on Cancelled Island, and hopefully this one illustrates that just as much. So, here we go. Jaden McCock Brown so drunk that I might drown One more drink then I'll roll up a joint Carrying my six pack Some block on my ball sack No going home so I don't see the point Fucked up again, stranded on this island 
thought I'd give it to a vice Most people say that I'm the only one to blame But I don't Now I pay the price self-deception no sense of direction funneling beers just to quiet my brain can't beat my addiction I lost all conviction all this potential I flushed down the drain Fucked up again, stranded on this island Never thought I'd give in to a vice Most people say that I'm the only one to blame But I don't I should have thought twice kind of wrong to be doing a uh, a margaritaville parody and not have any margaritas uh but yeah we're kind of doing the the best that we can on this island obviously i've i've taken a dip in terms of my my mental health but uh dad now that we've uh <laughs> underscored just how bad things have gotten on uh, canceled island would you like to tell us a little about this movie we have going on this week Yes, this is the t- 2009 Japanese animated science fiction film Directed by Mamoru Hosada. Ooh. And produced by Madhouse and distributed by Warner Brothers. Boo. <laughs> Warner Brothers is on my shit list this week. And I believe it was fairly successful. It made like $18 million uh, worldwide. That's pretty good. What was the budget? Do you have any idea? I don't. No. Probably less than that. And uh, obviously there's... Well, I don't know if it's obvious, but there is no live action, but who knows. Hmm. I can see it. This is another one that would easily be adapted. Yeah, I don't know, though. It doesn't... Actually, I forget about the whole internet component. Yeah, that might be hard. Yeah. And some of the fun facts that I found was um, Osada completed all 500 pages of his storyboard at Denny's. This surprised me. Uh, I'm like, just how said. many Grand Slam <laughs> breakfasts did he put down? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how many pancakes had to be fucking chalked down uh, for this script to be Is finished? Is Denny's popular in Japan? I mean, we went there. I don't remember seeing any Denny's unless he was doing this in the United States. Yeah, I don't know. Certain regions have a real allegiance to IHOP, so they might not be going the other way. Uh, <laughs> maybe there's just some inner Japanese pancake wars. Yeah. You know? I mean, it said he was working... 12 to 16 hour shifts it's like who would spend that much time in a denny's i could barely fucking uh handle five hours as a bartender let alone 12 to 16 hours at a denny's i mean a lot of people like to you know go to uh, cafes and stuff like that but um denny's i wonder if it has anything to do with like free coffee he's just like (laughs) slamming pot after pot and it only costs him like five bucks maybe and I guess anybody that's familiar with Digimon Adventure, our war games, I guess there's a lot of similarities between the films. Yeah, this is, I mean, we watched that. That was the uh, the first part of the Digimon movie. It's pretty much almost beat for beat um, in terms of, like, the internet stuff. A lot of the ways that it plays out with Love Machine 
and uh, the Digimon in that movie, even to the, all the messages of people like sending their avatars is very similar to everyone in the world sending Ty and Izzy an email, I believe, in the movie. So there's a lot of a lot of similarities. Hosada just like copied and pasted this one and then added the weird incel drama at the beginning. Right. And Rotten Tomatoes, 78 uh, percent from the critics, 23 reviews. Yeah, nothing horrible, but mm. I mean, I guess it's certified fresh. Yeah, this, uh, I guess, is good enough for most people. What would you put this as your own, you know, where would the tomato lie on this one? Um, I'm probably at, like, a 70. I'm, like, a, yeah. B, a C plus, B minus type yeah. of range. Oh, I'm, I'm closer to the, I'm definitely C plus. Yeah, C pl- B minus is, like, very nice. Yeah. If I'm, like, forgetting all the bad shit that I, you know, don't really care for. But C plus feels pretty fair. And the audience, uh, 88%, uh, 2,500 rating. So uh, the audience likes it. Yeah, it's a little more forgiving as an audience member. But like, if you're trying to be a little bit critical of this movie, uh, this thing is busted the fuck open with plot holes. Uh, but let's just jump into Letterboxd Worst Reviews and uh, maybe highlight a few of those because uh, I found some. So first up, uh, Star and a Half by Dial A for Adam on April 11, 2022. I don't know what happened, but Hosada seems to have lost touch with the genuine humanity present in the girl who left through time. Summer Wars seems downright artificial in comparison. Some highlights include the main character being a stock shut-in who is awkward and nice around the movie's hot girl. There's even a nosebleed bit in there, which is excessive. Uh, The family said the girl shipping the two of them, even though they make a horrible couple. Uh, The grandmother giving a heartfelt speech about accepting lost family members a mere 10 minutes after nearly murdering said family member with a spear. Uh, that same family member being a uh, really bad or doing a really bad thing to impress the grandmother, even though his introduction involved him calling her a hag. Uh, and I'm not even going to mention the logic of the film's metaverse. It does look nice, though. Yeah, this is uh, the first of a laundry list of a lot of weird choices and like things that don't really necessarily add up. Well, the the thing of it is, is there's like huge... Everybody is, there's this huge coincidence of all these people coming together. Mm-hmm. Literally, the uh, uncle is the... Um, the mastermind. Yeah, the coder of the AI. Mm-hmm. This, uh, her, she brings along, you know, Kenji. What was his name? Yeah, Kenji. Kenji. Mm-hmm. And he's the, um, you know, somebody that has access to the... First runner-up <laughs> of the Japanese math team. Yeah. And, you know, he can literally freaking, you know, whatever these numbers, I mean, I don't know if these were encryption codes or whatever, but I mean, literally, and I'm not sure what they were trying to portray him doing in order to um, get the proper thing, but you can't just like decrypt a, you know, an encryption key. Right. It's just impossible. You can't do it in your head. You know, they're trying to insinuate that, you know, just because he can use the math that, you know, can determine what day... Mm-hmm. Or what uh, day of the week it is based on a on a date. Yeah, I mean that's a well known, you know, trick. Yeah, he uh, he really goes balls to the wall at the end of the movie, and like a couple of other sequences, it makes these like really mundane things like solving math or like playing. Uh, fucking koi koi as like the most epic thing yeah. you could possibly be doing. I mean, and the grandmother is like hooked into everybody. <laughs> she, yeah, she's like, calling up politicians. Yeah, exactly. Like, they all know who she is, and 
Yeah, she can, you know, get everybody to cooperate. It's yeah. ridiculous. The true power of uh, grandmas and grandpas. I haven't felt that power personally in my life, but I know uh, some some elderly still, you know, hold court over. They most of their literally families. can bring in a supercomputer that just, you know, oh yeah, I, I, we we sell these. You know, yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> cart in the supercomputer and I then a you know, small time computer shop, but I'm just uh, shipping shit out for military contracts on yeah, the side. And then they bring in that that huge ship that's you know like this power generator, and yeah, uh, it's just one thing after everybody another. is just like the most impressive person but they all have a propensity yeah. to just shit the bed in like the most high stake moment everybody loses their fucking mind when it's like you know all the chips are down yeah. so maybe that's just part of the, uh, the the family history is uh beefing it right at the end uh another star and a half by gg bell on june 15 2021 the president plays club penguin uh and i guess this is in reference to when the president got their avatar stolen but i i this is more of like a general question i wonder how long it's going to be if ever we'll have a gamer president uh and if like his old streams will just like be used against him and like campaign ads and shit like that i don't think we're too far off being that a lot of millennials will probably have political aspirations at some point in their life uh and a lot of them have also have uh, a pretty nasty digital footprint we're probably heading towards a place of politics where, like, people are like, this fucking person showed their nudes on Twitch. And then they're, you know, that's supposed to be a campaign ad. Yeah, that is interesting to, to think about, you know, that anybody that's, you know, living, that's young right now is probably going to have some crazy history of online things that, you know, you don't want to. I, I mean, when I've I run heard, for senator, they're going to use the song that we used earlier against me. I know I've heard people say, like, uh, I think it was even Eric Schmidt was talking about, like, having a thing where you could, like, erase, mm. like, anything that you did before a certain age. You know what I mean? Like, somehow clear the slate so that these things aren't going to come back on you later. Well, I straight up saw this fucking coming uh, way back in, like... Probably 2012. This was, nah, it was probably like 2013, 2014. But I wipe myself off the internet. You can't really find me like at all. People with my name who go, who have gone to like UNC Charlotte are now the people who come up. Like I'm not even the fucking Drew Demers that shows up for the, the things that you would expect. There's other people from New Hampshire that are called Drew Demers. There's other people called Drew Demers that went to the same colleges that I went to. So I, I don't even show up in Google. And I did that all like deleting my Facebook account when I was like 19. So I've been very vigilant to not have a digital footprint. I don't know how much you care about it, but like I, I don't want it. I'm more of like yeah, a lurker. It's crossed my mind to just sort of expunge everything that's that's out there. I mean, yeah. I don't even see the purpose anymore. I mean, no. We should, I mean, truly, we should go back to the laissez-faire, like, anonymous age of the internet where everyone is just, you know, saying the worst shit and we're all just having a grand old time. <laughs> we need to We need to not be so personal about it, you know? We need to go back to uh, the good old days of telling people to kill themselves. Kind of like I did over a movie review last week with uh, my gun comment, which I said facetiously, but, you know, kind of still stands. Uh, <laughs> I know, you're starting half. By and Joe. that's why we're on the island. Now. Yeah, that's truly why we're on the <laughs> island. I may be more deserving than you, although the reason we're here is, you know, racially motivated uh, in terms of the allegations. But, you know, those are neither here nor there, being that they're false. Uh, but another star to half by Joe Antonini on uh, February 5th, 2021. Reminded me of this scene a lot. Uh, and I'm going to show you exactly what this scene is. It's from fucking South Park. And this kind of plays into the documentary that we were just watching about the metaverse. And I have such a problem with trying to perform real-life stuff in a digital space. Uh, but this is the scene. They're playing World of Warcraft in the episode. And fucking, you know, Stan's dad just died. Dad! Dad! 
Dad. I've never been able to say this before, but I love you, son. I know you do, Dad. <laughs> ah. 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 <laughs> Just at a best they buy. They did it. Pretending. Our world is saved. <laughs> they did it. They killed him. They did it. They killed him. <laughs> it really it has the same energy, dude. It's just like whenever you're in these spaces and you feel like you have to give uh, a real, I guess, put on a veneer of humanity for these weird digital characters, it, it just fucks up my mind. Like seeing people teach classes in the metaverse of how to do like sign language and doing belly dancing stuff from that documentary. That freaked me the fuck out. So I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, well. I was shocked. What, what what is the name of that again? Where the um, VR chat or yeah, something? Yeah, VR chat was the uh, the program they were using. But the documentary that just came out on HBO is called "We Met in Virtual Reality." Um, so if anyone hasn't seen that, I recommend checking that out because that is the weird dystopian future that we're living in right now. Uh, and the funny thing is, all of those people have fucking tails on their avatar, which maybe tells you about, you know, the future of our identity at the very most. Uh, <laughs> Furries will rule the world. <laughs> I've, I've predicted that a long time yeah. ago. That was in the Dead Sea Scrolls, dude. It said something about the furries. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, another star and a half by Jobsy on December 14, 2020. Maybe having everything tied to a single service isn't a good idea. And uh, I wrote this, or I had this one uh, picked out because of the HBO merger, which plays right into the documentary that we mentioned. But the whole Warner Brothers HBO thing is really making me sad. And I hope that doesn't happen. Because being that HBO is like the premier streaming service now, we would lose Ghibli. Well, maybe not. But I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared of what's going to happen when all these services start buying each other out. And we just head into the Monopoly space. Yeah, well, that's pretty common. It sucks, though. You know, capitalism is... Just I, think, though, AOL, like, bought out... Who did they buy out at the time? Maybe it was Warner. I mean, what? like, a, AOL at one time was, like, thought to be, like, the next huge media company. Mm. And obviously that proved to be nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Google just, you know, slapped their fucking huge cock on the table, like, nah, dog, this is mine. Well, Google, I mean, obviously they they are this behemoth now, but, I mean, they were just search, you mm. know, in the beginning. And, you know, they've branched into every aspect of media. Yeah. AI, yeah. fucking directional services. Yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to their AI that, you know, they claimed had went sentient? Um, well, being that they fired the guy and quickly tried to denounce any, you know, idea that it was a real thing, they're probably trying to lay low on that. I don't think they need the press. Uh, I just saw on the something thing. about that, but I can't. Um, I don't remember what it was. Did but. you see the zombie pig thing that. Uh, did you not see that? Zombie pig? No. Yeah, zombie pigs. They had an article that came out where uh, a group of pigs in a lab had been dead for over an hour. Their heart had stopped. There's no blood in their body. And they injected them with this... Um, they injected them with something. It was like some fucking you know, medicine, chemical, whatever. And the pigs came back to life. Their organs, and they started moving around. So we're, we're closer maybe to a zombie wow. apocalypse. Or, you know, the, the full tech AI apocalypse that we think. If this whole fucking monkeypox coronavirus double tap doesn't take us out. Well, they've always said that, you know, anything that man can dream up has, you know, the potential to actually become true. Yeah. I mean, my dream of having uh, women have four boobs is right around the fucking horizon, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is, man. Because three isn't messing enough. messing around with your, you know, the genetic code. Yeah. I want my women to look like I mean, cows. they can make mice that glow and stuff like that, you know. You can grow a penis on a mouse. 
Oh, great. Well, that's what they did in South Park, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but, you know, you can do a lot of shit on a mouse, if yeah. we uh, remember correctly. Maybe Rory uh, can uh, tell us a little bit more about his experimentation days. Uh, I think that's the case. I think that's his backstory now that I'm just saying it. Uh, but we have another two stars on uh, January 21st, 2022 by Melissa. Uh, wish I could die like a man. What's the manliest way you think you could die? It would have to be doing multiple things at once, right? You'd probably have to be like smoking a cigar, hunting, drunk off whiskey while you're getting your dick sucked. And then like somebody shoots you in the head. That's probably like the manliest thing I could make up. Or like somebody throws like a hatchet in the in the woods. You're in the woods, you know, you're being hunted like predator style. That feels like the manliest thing in the world. Uh, I don't know. I guess there's a different definition of like manliness nowadays. You know, we don't have to go necessarily for the most masculine hetero heteronormative idea. Uh, but that's still, you know, you have to go out like Arnold Schwarzenegger did. In the fucking predator, you have to <laughs> with eye black, fucking you know, jacked up. Yeah, best way to die probably while getting head. Obviously, yeah. uh, we got two more. We got two stars by Water Lilies on June fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Wow, two comments on June fifteenth. Weird. Uh, the concept that the most advanced AI ever developed came out of a lab in Pittsburgh, a city not even advanced enough to replace its lead water pipes, is hilarious to me. <laughs> I did think that was really funny too. That was like such a, a weird placement for like. You know, the tech center of this fucking incredible AI. <laughs> Carnegie Milan University or wherever uh, Wabiske was going. Yeah, that is strange. I mean, to, it, the movie was started in 2006. I mean, it was it 2006 or 2010? Would, I thought it was no, 2010. No, no. I mean, it start, they, I believe they started production in 20, uh, 2006, and then oh. the, the movie finally came out in 2009. Yeah, okay. But yeah, you would have thought he'd be in like Silicon Valley or something. Crazy. Was Silicon Valley a thing uh, in 2000 at that time? Like early 2000? Well, that wasn't early. I mean, yeah, Silicon Valley has been around forever. Yeah. Well, not forever, but I mean, that that's always been the, the center of tech. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Pennsylvania is housing a lot of shit. No, uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, Pittsburgh, yeah, maybe if it was a steel mill. I mean, it was steel, yeah. If you created a robot in Pittsburgh, that might make a little more sense, maybe. Uh, but finally, we have two last stars by Hidala on January 9th, 2021. What the fuck is this? Epic grandma calling people montage. Check. <laughs> Epic card game against Superboss. Check. Epic solving a list of numbers and pressing enter. Check. And that comedic nosebleed, what the fuck is this? Yeah, as I had kind of uh, slipped in, the nosebleed at the end didn't give me the catharsis for like... You know, this love story that they were trying to pretend to have with between the this hot, freshly 18 fucking, you know, pre-college girl taking this dude on a summer trip. And he has a, a an aneurysm <laughs> after she kisses I know, him. he bleeds out, you know. he. I don't even think he got the kiss in. He didn't. He got a yeah. cheek kiss and then he had a conniption. Yeah. Then he freaking fainted practically or bled out. Yeah, his shirt would be covered in blood. Like that was a full cup of blood that came out of his nose. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, the practicality of that trope actually being real? Like, every time that you got a boner, you got a fucking nosebleed. Your, like, high school, middle school days would be I, horrific. I it's That's just a weird Japanese thing. You think they gave Carrie a hard time for bleeding out of her pussy, dude? If you're getting a boner as a boy in fucking middle school and bleeding everywhere, people would eat you alive. Maybe not. I don't know. It sounds, you know, bad enough. Uh, but, Dad, now that we've illuminated the Internet's thoughts, where would you like to shine your spotlight? Well, apparently AI like to play games because it reminds me of the uh, the movie War Games mm -hmm. and the uh, classic. 
Shall we play a game? <laughs> that would freak me out, dude. It's almost worse than the Jigsaw. Of course, we had that. That was, uh, I mean, similar. They, there was both some kind of nuclear component to both of them. Of course, AI is always, you know, that's the other thing. The military, he sold it to the military. The military loses oh, control of the AI. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> Oh, it's Jigsaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every, Jigsaw, AI, and serial killers are both trying to fucking play Anybody games. Anybody that wants to just like take over the world is like, yeah, yeah I want to play a game. It's not just a game, you know, it's a sport. They give a fuck about it, you know, as they said in the movie. I'm sorry to cut you off there, you know. No, that's fine. Uh, and Koi Koi, what? The, I guess it's a popular card game? Yeah. In Japan? I, I've never heard of it outside of the context of this movie. I guess the, the actual Koi Koi roughly means come on in Japanese. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's said when the player wants to continue the round. Huh. Koi Koi. Yeah, I, I've I've definitely uh, had a girl, you know, scream Koi Koi out. Because um, I thought it was just like Koi Pond, you know, like Koi Fish. Or, so they were like, go fish. Yeah. <laughs> koi Koi on my feet. Maybe that's for my feet lovers there. That was... <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, you know, they were playing some Yu-Gi-Oh game or something like that. I mean, yeah. I couldn't even... Who knows what the hell they were doing. Yeah, it wasn't the most identifiable. It's not like they were doing the uh, Mardok Scramble where they're playing, like, Blackjack where you're getting into yeah. the casino games. But, yeah, Koi Koi might have its place. And they have the, the, the scene where they all sing Happy Birthday. And at one point, I think they're, like, actually rehearsing it. Um, like, how... Uh, there's one point in the beginning where they're starting to sing this song, but it's not to her at that point but anyway practicing how <laughs> yeah they're birthday. like trying to freaking learn the lyrics to happy birthday to you you know that's funny but i was i remembered happy birthday and at one point there was like um <clears throat> a copyright on this song really yeah and it was literally um the company let me see what it was it says in according to 1998 guinness book of world records the most recognized song in the english language followed by for he's a jolly good fellow. And it said the songs based on lyrics that were translated in at least 18 languages. The melody of happy birthday comes with the song Good Morning to All. And I looked that up too, which I was just like, really? They like they stole the happy birthday song from another song? <laughs> and uh, this is the song that originally it started. I guess that kind of is uh, the same exact melody. Yeah. Who's the guy who did it? It was two women. Um, You're saying these ladies? Yeah, this is off like way back in uh, Patty and Mildred Hill from 1893, and uh, it's now in the public domain. But they were like collecting like seven hundred dollars for each single use of the song. Holy shit! Back in 1973, that's a gold mine. And it's estimated the song is the highest earning single song in history. But they, there was a big court case, and they finally said, you know, you can't. They actually had to pay, like, $14 million in damages because they were. It became too big. Yeah, they agreed to pay back $14 because they were just, like, fleecing everybody down for the happy birthday song. I mean, you know, that's that's the beauty of capitalism, dude. If you create something and you uh, have the suing power, these ladies should have just been able to keep that thing to themselves. Well, they, they, they were way back in 1893. They were dead. It was bought out by Werner Chapel Music. And uh, for $25 million, as far as the whole music catalog. And they said that out of that $25 million, Happy Birthday was estimated at $5 million. Jesus. Can you imagine, like, 
part of uh, some sort of will or like somebody passing down, you know, something after they die and it's the fucking happy birthday song. It's the the deed to the happy birthday song. It's like, we struck gold. We own the happy birthday song now. That would just completely change American futures, dude. Yeah. That's uh, that's a fun music fact. I, I You know, Warner is still on my shit list. I see. I don't know if this is the same Warner Brothers. I don't know if Warner and Chappelle are working together on that one, but hopefully they keep their grubby hands off of fucking HBO. Uh, and of course, I was bringing up the bloody nose trope. I just think that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And I love that the countdown clock was also part of this, which that is just like in so many movies. There's the countdown down clock that, you know, they've well, only got freaking 24 hours or two minutes yeah. or 10 minutes. And there's always that clock that's ticking and they keep showing it. It creates a lot of good tension. I mean, that's... Uh... A tried and true method of screenwriting. Although, yes. being that they did the same exact thing in Digimon, um, except they took away the nuclear component and just made it so it was going to land on the house. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, think it's a good idea. Now that you bring it up, I do remember that whole thing with the Digimon movie. Because it even lands right by Sarah, I think her name is, uh, in Digimon. Like, the bomb lands right in the water next to it he really just he did he made the same exact movie he just added a different plot to it right which is such a fucking flex if you're like a movie maker yeah, like i think it, he this you know the, and i heard something too like he wanted to include like actual family members in the film like his family members. yes hmm. i think some of the characters represent actual family members i might be a little wrong on that but that'd be pretty dope dude yeah Anybody who is, like, a creative person and can put their own family in, like, roles. Like, anybody who gets, uh, like, a TV show, they'll put, like, their parents in it. I remember, like, Aziz Ansari had his parents acting in his show. Or I believe that was the case. But that's just what you got to do, dude. Once you become in the uh, the entertainment industry, you got to get them into all the casting couch parties and shit like that. You got to get them into Hollywood. <laughs> right. In the best way possible. Uh, for my spotlights, I had it, uh, the first one being just... The incesty vibe that a lot of this, you know, movie is kind of hinged on, uh, being that what was the the girl's name? Natsuki. Natsuki's like crush on her uncle yeah. and her cousin's like gung ho fucking you know protectiveness of uh, of his cousin from yeah. Kenji. It was just a little weird. Yeah. I don't know what. I mean, it is. they literally call her call her out for it. Like they just like, oh yeah, she's been like you know in Wasn't love with his him. First since, love is yeah, uncle. Exactly. It's like, that's a little strange. I don't think there's ever uh, a scenario where even like when big brothers get mad at people for like going after their sister. I don't know. Any of like the family stuff where they're trying to protect a girl is like weird to me on like a lot of different levels. But that that, you know, that stuck out like a sore thumb for me. Uh, The next thing that I had on my spotlight was the metaverse real estate crash. And this uh, relates to kind of like the documentary that we were talking about earlier. But the general oddness of the movie the the metaverse space i'm confused how anybody who's like getting into web 3 or like the idea of virtual reality what does that even make sense how how are they gonna buy this place and live all their you know spend all this time in this little digital plot of land i mean does it make sense to you like what would you even fucking do there well, this just plays into this whole like NFT bullshit. Yeah, like you know, owning... it's built on the blockchain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're we're tr- we're trading NFTs so you can own my McMansion. No, it, it's amazing to me how there's a lot of people behind this whole blockchain. Like that is sort of the key. It's a rich person fucking scam. Well, no, and the moment now. It no, is. actually, it's it's more of a decentralizing aspect of it that 
you know, everybody wants to be able to, you know, it'll sort of separate the banks because they're in control of everything. Then there's no centralized thing. You know, there's not the world banks. There's nothing like that. It's a way of, you know, leveling the playing field type of thing. I mean, hypothetically, yeah. I don't think that's the case now. I think rich people have infiltrated most of these spaces. Uh, and that's why you're going to see, you know, people. Well, try they're to going to definitely. They're going to definitely try to control it in the end. You know what I mean? That that's what they're they're worried about is because they're going to lose control. So yeah. they're going to somehow, you know, finagle it so that they, you know, they don't let, you know, just the common folk. Blackwater go. buys up all the digital space too. You can't not Blackwater, whatever the the. Who who are the the company buying up all the homes in America? They're just doing the same thing in the metaverse. Because I was watching a documentary about anarchists. Like, there's all these people that don't believe in paying taxes and stuff, and they were having some kind of conference down in Mexico, and a bunch of them were moving down there. But there was a big component to the whole, you know, Bitcoin and mm. blockchain. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the internet, I had uh, the the comment that I can't remember. It was Kenji's friend. It was breaking the internet, and this goes back to. Something that I don't actually think really can happen anymore, or it doesn't happen in the same way that it used to. But the first time that I ever heard the uh, the breaking the internet thing was when Kim Kardashian showed her ass on Paper Magazine. Do you remember that I hitting do, the... I know I remember that, but I don't remember the the component of it yeah. breaking the internet. Well, In what way? It, you know, the idea of breaking the internet is just that something goes like mega viral. Like, um... The selfie at the Oscars that had Ellen DeGeneres, Bradley Cooper, Kevin Spacey, like all this, you know, this this very popular image that aged really, really poorly uh, now that we're talking about it. Uh, but just examples like that, like Kim K's ass. Uh, they had the the sexy felon. Do you remember this guy? Like just like weird things that will come up out of nowhere and yeah. everyone. Fucking well, talks I don't think it, it literally breaks the inter- in the sense that it just creates a huge spike in traffic to. Yeah, like Kim Kardashian's butt cheeks aren't like taking down internet servers. Like, <laughs> like Google Amazon is, is like, down. I can't, oh, I can't order anything on Amazon. What? Yeah, Kim K showed her ass. What? <laughs> oh my god! They're running around in like a Google server room. Everything is on fire. <laughs> They're like the, the the printing machines are shooting out pictures of her butt. What's going on? Yeah, that that's truly the breaking freaking the internet. Freaking call in freaking butt. Hey. Call the president. Yeah, uh, Kim K's ass is out there, and it, this is this is a major freaking security crisis right now. Yeah, this was like 2014. It's like, uh, fellow Americans, uh, there was a uh, release today on Paper Magazine, and uh, it showed a, a very uh, luscious uh, oiled up buttocks. And I uh, will have to say, don't look at it. It's uh, dangerous to the people. Uh, please refrain from wa- looking at Kim K's ass. I know that it's very tempting, but it is causing a natural uh, a natural crisis. Joe, here, Joe. I can handle this. <laughs> Everybody, turn off your uh, turn off Twitter. Turn off your phones. Hunter, <laughs> Hunter might have had something to do with it. I'm not sure, but yeah, Hunter's it, in the background of the paper it, fucking magazine it, shoot. It, it's, it's somehow going back to his laptop, and I'm, I'm not sure how he. Uh, maybe he had uh, early access, but yes, it, it, it is a crisis now. Uh, Joe, it seems that your uh, son is jerking off. <laughs> I uh, don't really know what to do about it, but uh, he's doing it on camera. <laughs> We're yeah. just hoping those those videos do not come out. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really excited for the day that we both get Hunter Biden's sex tape <laughs> and the uh, Lost Secret Service text messages. I'm sure that'll be on you know one big release date. Uh, very much like the uh, the the celebrity nude photo leak. We'll just get a big fucking you know a zip file of all this fucking information from you know whomever wants to leak it. I do remember when they there was a time where early on in the internet that 
it was said that there's you know certain hacker groups or whatever could like flood the internet with um you know like do uh denial of service yeah dos yeah and somehow it was claimed that they could literally stop the internet but i don't think that's possible yeah it's that, never happened so i mean i don't think it's it feels like it would have to happen like 10 years ago yeah. it feels sure like now is a little more there's difficult. tech involved now that can stop certain things or shut down things yeah i'm waiting for the day we get a fucking emp to shut this whole hoe down uh and then finally my last spotlight was the idea of funerals and i'm not you know 27 i'm not gonna die let's be honest i'm probably not gonna die but i always think about what my funeral would be like or what it could be like if i had any say in it uh and what do you have anything that you want for a funeral do you want to be like cremated do you want to be have a party on that day you want us to like throw your body up in the air that'd be kind of cool yeah i would rather them have a party than you know sit there and everyone crying at my casket or something can i set you up on a chair and like you know weekend at bernie's i'll put some sunglasses on you and i'll just sling your arm around for some pictures and shit like that (laughs) make you a puppet Yeah, we'll haul you out and then uh, have a good old time, dude. All I know is I won't be there. Yeah, maybe I'll get you wa- I'll get you stuffed. You know, I can't not have you around, so I'll just get you as like this wax stuff. No, please dummy. do not. No. No? Don't stuff me. We'll inject you with that, that pig fucking toxin. We'll wake you up like the pig did. I would... I'll, I'll be the, the originator of the zombie apocalypse. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, yeah. I think I would be more okay with that than it just sort of happening and then all of a sudden I'm, you know... In it, I'd rather be the catalyst for the zombie apocalypse than being subject to it. Uh, all right, Dad. Well, we've got our spotlights all out of the way. Was there uh, any takeaways or any unintentional lessons from this movie? Yeah, there's the part in the movie. I, I believe it's the grandmother that that says this. I'm not sure, but she says, "Remember to find the time to eat together as a family, even when times are rough, especially when times are rough. Mm-hmm. There's no lack of painful things in the world, but hunger and loneliness must surely be two of the worst." And um, I think that's something that, you know, we do need to do is, you know, eat together as a family. Because I know we did when we, you know, when you kids, um, do you remember oh, sitting yeah. down as a family to dinner? I was sat in the table most of the time, yeah. dude. Troy wasn't doing shit. Yeah. That's not true. He would do it all the time. Did you guys, like, hate that or were you just like, no, you just accepted it? <laughs> I never had, you know, a real issue with it being that most, you know, the food itself was good. So I was always happy to have a meal. <laughs> Um, but I don't think conversationally it was ever like awkward or weird. I've never had a, an issue. I think talking to you guys about, you know, what the whole life. concept of sitting down at the dinner table as mm. a family every day and eating, like, I feel like that has, you know, disappeared. That's I the mean, real decentralization. Yeah. And I've heard so many people like say, Oh no, no, we don't, no, we don't sit down. Like everybody just grabs what they want to eat and then, you know, goes to their room yeah. or, you know, sits in front of the TV. And, uh, I think it's sad. Yeah, well, I think there's a general problem with communication in our country anyways, and it probably starts at the dinner table. I don't think a lot of people even like their parents enough to fucking hang out with them, let alone have a podcast, you know, in their, in their 20s. So I think, uh, I think we're maybe a special case of familial bond, but a lot of people a lot of people have daddy issues, dude. A lot of people have mommy issues. They can't sit at the dinner table. Yeah. Or they're, you know, their parents are often about doing right. whatever. You know, there's a lot of bad parents in the world, but I got a good one, and he's my co-host, thankfully. <laughs> Uh, when the other thing I had though is if you're going to build an AI, you got to have some kind of a backdoor yeah. to shut that thing down. Of course, people are going to argue, well, no, the AI is going to be too smart and he's going to be able to, you know, avoid whatever backdoor he's going to be smart enough to know that, uh, 
Yeah, it, it's not have to be like the the vent and the the Death Star. You got to be able to fucking just like yeah. throw a throw a code in there at the last second yeah, to shut it you down. You got to have a yeah. You got to be able to freaking pull the plug on that bad boy. No, because if you're just letting a fucking AI run rampant you know, and then have no measures of stopping it, yeah. you're just the idiot who let this all powerful being out on the internet. Right. You know, just like the the guy, the uncle that you know created the AI. I mean, he like somehow helped in stopping it, but at the same point, it's like yeah. I figured they would call him up and say like, hey, you know. Is there a way to freaking get in this, you know, back door on the AI? But no. well, he was in the final, you know, scene. He's he's doing the whole hacker thing. It's like I'm trying to dismantle it from the inside. I'm doing all these things on the computer. I don't think he does anything. It seems like it's uh, Nasky and uh, Kenji or whoever. No, it's the no. Other guy. The world Kuzma. comes together. They all freaking hand over their, uh, you know, yeah, avatars or whatever or their accounts, and then she somehow you know wins the huge game against. Yeah, AI. and then King Cosmo. Which I'm going to tell you face. right now, every AI ever developed has been able to beat, you know, in a in a game of just like rules, mm -hmm. an AI has been able to beat a human now. Like in chess, has Magnus Go, Carlsen ever played against an AI? I don't think Deep Magnus Blue? has, but uh, um, Kasparov, I think Kasparov. Kasparov. Yeah, the, he was the one. The, yeah, the Russian champ mm -hmm. for a long time. He lost against the AI. Was it Deep Blue? Was that the name? Yeah. Of it? Yeah. And I think every, I mean, in, in chess nowadays, everybody, you know, consults the, you know, the AIs in terms of how they would play a particular mm. uh, game based on the, you know, what's on the, you know, it's, the moves that have been made. It's too bad that video game bots aren't actually as smart as like, you know, chess fucking bots. Because, you know, when you're playing against a bot for chess, it's... The mastermind, and you know, you could put your difficulty up, and it's one of the the grandmaster of chess in the country. But every time you go on like Fortnite and you're in a bot lobby, these people are just like on treadmills, and they're just fucking, you know, they're not even real. They're just bad. Yeah, but they can just be programmed to be bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. We should be programming these these bots to be like giving people a challenge. They should be wiping these motherfuckers with it. They should have like AI. Yeah, but they could write it to the point where there it would be impossible to beat them. Oh, it could be skill based. They could learn to get better. You know, that's the thing. You got the thing, though. They literally have an AI and they give it the rules. And then at first it sucks. It's just it's it's losing every time. But it starts to learn like, OK, if I do this, I lose. So it, you know, because that's where the way it was with Go. Did you hear about that? You know, the game Go. Go. And it was like, I think Pokemon it's Go. Go. No, no. It's like a game that has like black and white, like playing pieces on a board i don't even know how to play the game i don't, I don't mm. know what it is it's supposedly a very complicated game and there was like one dude that was like the best in the world really? and they thought that nobody that no ai could you know defeat a human in mm. this game because i guess it's sort of very complicated in terms of how to you know determine the strategy but they literally like put this AI out and it learned how to do it and it like in like hours or something I don't know I mean it was like in a short amount of time it learned how to beat this guy and this guy was like flabbergasted that you know he could actually lose against this AI and I'm okay with that I'm saying they should be so good that they're scrubbing these shit lip kids off the internet dude we, <laughs> the, we have to have the AI get so good that most kids don't want to play video games dude we gotta get the AI to kick us off the internet because they're just so much better at games than us 
That feels about right. This should just be a, a purely watch space from you know all the AIs kicking ass. Yeah, well, that's place. not a very good business model though for the people that make the games. <laughs> Most fucking things aren't a good business model. <laughs> Who makes money? <laughs> Who makes money on anything make that they game do? Make games so hard that nobody can beat it, and it's like nobody wants to play it. Um. Well, you know, there's plenty of hard games. Elden I saw Ring. That stupid game you were playing, Cuphead. That seems impossible. That game is uh, infuriating. It's really, really bad. Um, you know, it, you know, it feels good to be it makes able to... me mad just watching you guys play it. Well, because I always feel like you guys are fairly competent at playing video games, and to watch you guys just struggle, struggle. on that, yeah. And then I know that I don't even, I don't even entertain the thought of ever even trying to compete with that game. Yeah, no, that, that that's not Banjo Kazooie. You know, we're not we're yeah. not back in the old game that, days. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> if I put Elden Ring in front of you, you'd. Poop your fucking pants, dude. You wouldn't even know what to, how to fight, you know, the soldier of Godric in the first level. I think level. the only game I've ever beaten back in the day was Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. And I actually beat that, that game, ass. and I never made it through all of Banjo-Kazooie. And uh, I remember playing the Pokemon game. I, I mean, I don't, think I, I don't think it was a situation where you could beat it. You mm. were just, like, in a tournament. I don't remember. But, um, no, I cannot play any video games at any level. Anytime I play a, a, a shooter game, um, half the time I'm staring at the ground and then yeah. if I'm looking at the sky and then I have no idea where the fire, you know, where people are shooting at me, it, it's, I cannot comprehend it. One of these episodes, we're going to get you in the metaverse helmet and we're going to send you in there and we're going to see what happens. Oh, I'm, I'm very interested in going to the metaverse. I mean, just after watching that uh, documentary, just just to see it, you know what I mean? It, it just seems like... It's a, a lot of young kids saying the N-word in there. I'll be honest with you. Oh, really? There's a lot of children who are just being baddies. <laughs> Not being good kids, you know? I, I mean, I had a very short time in the VR thing, and I was muted the whole time because I had nothing to say. Um, but yeah, there was... Uh, there really? Was a, there was a lot of unsupervised uh, bad behavior happening in the metaverse. See, that's what it's all about. It's just like, yeah, it's, you know, unregulated. I mean, there's nobody that's moderating, moderating that stuff. I'm sure in some spaces they are, but, you know, being that there's a number of different places you can go, uh, people, you know, whether they're meeting up with people they already know. Like, there's a, probably a lot of stuff that I'm not seeing. Um, like any of the organized shit from the documentary, I was not seeing. It was just a bunch of fucking people running around screaming and shit. Yeah, there's uh there's an Ann in our recording studio at the, the tiki bar, unfortunately. Oh shit, that was a big one. <laughs> All right. Well my takeaway was uh it's okay to have a crush on your uncle, which uh <laughs> Natsuki or I keep fucking saying her name wrong, but yeah, she seemed uh she seemed to be able to get a lot out of that relationship, which even though it seemed weird to everyone else, you know, maybe it's cool in Japan. I don't uh, know, she felt a little embarrassed. Yeah, I guess so. She didn't she wasn't super okay with incest yeah. or the idea of, you know, having the hots for your uncle. Even though he was like a, I guess he was the half child of her grandpa, so it's a little out there, but that's too, that's in the family tree. You can't fuck around with that. I actually looked up the stat of how many people, or how, what's the prevalence of like incest in America, and I thought it had said like 20%. What? Incest in America. It was like a big number, but a lot of them are like unreported. Okay, not 20%. It was, uh, authorities estimate incest occurs in over 10% of American families, yet only 20% of those offenses are reported. So, it's a small number of reported events that are happening on a, a larger scale. 10% of 370 million people is still a lot. So, it's a problem here in America. I hope it's not a problem in Japan. But <laughs> Just keep it out of the family, you know? Yeah, but uh, they're trying to say that uh, incest, it's consensual, like, you know, that... Or are we Probably just not. talking about child abuse type of thing? Uh, there's definitely, uh, 
Yeah, initiated by the child. <laughs> initiated by the child. Because quite honestly, it's, if you're looking at it from that perspective, I think that number is a lot larger because I can't even tell you how many people or women that I've talked to that have been molested by yeah. stepdads or whatever. And I don't even want to get into it, but I mean, it's... It's a sad, it's a sad thing that yeah. is a weird detail in this movie. So, you know, <laughs> I, let's, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Go find a, a girlfriend outside of your, uh, your family gatherings, you know, don't hook up with your cousins. <laughs> uh, and then my last one was, I actually know people have done that. So I was like, really? Oh yeah. What? <laughs> Do you want to elaborate? Did they oh, fuck no, up? I just remember this, uh. I'm not going to bring up names, obviously, but there was a kid. Name that, names, dude. No, no, no. <laughs> Out he, these sick fucks. He was, uh, <laughs> he came into work and he was just like, all of a sudden he starts telling us like, yeah, he was over at his cousin's house and uh, yeah, he slept with her. And we were like, what? And he was just like all screwed up about it because he had, I think, he, I don't know if he had his. Was he drunk? I don't remember the circumstances, but we just, you know, it was. We basically were just like Shocked. busting out laughing because he didn't know. Like he was like all confused by it, and it's it just like I'm surprised he even said it to us. And we're like, dude, you can't be sleeping with your cousin, man. And he's just like, he was sort of like, like really, like you know, like he wasn't really. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? She was fucking asking for it. You don't mean that I can stick it in my family yeah. member? But he was confused because I I don't know if he was married at the time or not. What? Yeah. This is insane. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Are you kidding me? This no. dude hooked up with his cousin <laughs> yeah. while he was married? Yeah, right. No, Holy fuck, dude. That's, uh, I would never talk to that person again. If that was like a friend of mine who was like, yeah, dude, I just fucked my cousin. <laughs> I'd probably stop talking to them all, at all. Yeah, that, that friendship <laughs> is over. Did you ever talk to that guy again? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, uh, that's, I'm... I'm shocked. Well, we were definitely, I mean, to us it was hilarious, but I mean, um, <laughs> you had to know the dude to understand. It, 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 like, it was one of those things like you weren't shocked that it happened because he just wasn't. I mean, it's That's such same, a bad thing to say about someone. It's like, I'm not shocked that well, you no, fucked a family member. This is the member. same guy that came in one day and says, hey, I just had, like, I, I had pig for the first time. And we're like, what? Like, he, was, he went to a pig roast uh -huh. and he was like going, yeah, it's the first time I ever ate pig. And we're like, Dude, you ever eat bacon? Like he didn't understand like pork and bacon, which is you know common in the sense that yeah. we you know try to disassociate the animals that we're eating. You know what I mean? We don't call them like you know like yeah. hey, get some pig ribs over here. You know what yeah. I mean? A pig strip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, he couldn't. He didn't even understand the concept of what you know came from a pig or not. So. He obviously didn't even ha understand the concept of who you're supposed to sleep with or not. <laughs> yeah, we need better sex education in this country if there's anyone so, still confused. Yeah, he wasn't uh, the brightest ball, but... <sighs> yeah, it sounds like that fucking filament is uh, dead in his head. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah, it was dim. Wow. Um, that was a shocking revelation that I didn't think we were going to get before we uh, moved along here, but... <laughs> Wowza. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, well, the only other fucking thing uh, that I had, very much like, uh, apparently, the rules of nature, uh, rules online are meant to be broken. So, pff, whether it be your cousin or, you know, being respectful online, you know, if you want to draw that line, that's apparently up to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know, Dad, I'm kind of reeling off of that comment. <laughs> that, that shook me to my fucking core. I'm not sure why you're, you're that surprised by that i i think just the fact that you know somebody i think is the thing that makes me laugh about it 
You know, yeah. I mean, if it was just like, you know, it was something you read on the internet, but you work no. with the guy? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the thing is, is I, I mean, <laughs> being on this planet for almost 60 years, I've heard a lot of crazy, crazy stories. Yeah. And witnessed a lot of crazy things also, which... Um, I'm not going to uh, get into either. But. Yeah, I'll slowly draw that out of you, yeah. uh, I guess, for the well, remaining if it time ever that com- we do this yeah, podcast. Yeah, if, if it, you know. We've already got your cocaine nunchuck story, so we might <laughs> we can add the uh, the incest friend to the uh, the docket on that one. Yeah. It sounds like uh, it's the first fight of the day because it is fight night nice. on Cancelled Island. Woo. We have uh, Steven Yoon and uh, fucking Dr. Ock Marky Wahlberg as the headliner for our uh, big fight later on the episode. But we have a couple of preliminaries coming out throughout the island. <laughs> and uh, we actually have a, a few volunteers who have all you know, submitted themselves. Yeah, like who booked this stuff for Cancelled Island? Like how does Celebrity Deathmatch get, you know... Ubuntu sends a DM. <laughs> He's he's really active on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and he's hitting up a lot of people. And surprisingly, those DMs Live are open. from Cancel Island tonight, <laughs> Celebrity Deathmatch. Your host, Ubuntu. Ubuntu. <laughs> Joe Cuck. The what? Rock. <laughs> no, you, how would he say, get ready to run? Um, yeah, Ubuntu, how, would you, uh, how are you going to introduce this fight? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> I am your host, Ubuntu, and I am here with Joe Cog. <laughs> hey there, buddy. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, joining everybody here from uh, Cancelled Island, and I'll be calling most of these fights because uh, old Patrick is finally going to get to stick it to his old boss, or he will lose and be banned forever. Uh, depends, I guess, when we get there. But, Ubuntu, I heard we have a, uh, a fight coming up, and uh, it's all selected randomly. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Let's spin the spinner. <laughs> and the first to fight is... Brad Pitt! <laughs> wow! He's so sexy, even at 60! <laughs> Uh, well, Ubuntu, Joe, I think there's also the component of uh, what exactly their weaknesses are going to be, but let's introduce our secondary fighter uh, to see who Brad Pitt is coming up against. So, who is our fighter number two? Michael Sena! Wow! <laughs> All right, let's see what they have going on, because uh, some of these are really bad. Oh, yeah, I see uh, somebody will melt. Somebody is, uh, oh, here we go. He, Brad Pitt, will officially take on the power of a previous warrior of his choice, but he will self-destruct from uh, two massive titties on his chest after 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, So Brad Pitt has been equipped with self-destructive tits. But he can have any power of any previous fighter that we've had before. And what's uh, what's fucking Sarah's deal there, uh, Umbutu? How about you spin that spinner one more time? Michael Sarah can duplicate, but he's also a chronic ass bleeder. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so Michael Sarah, who can clone or duplicate himself into multiple versions of Michael Sarah, uh, which is like some weird alt girls fucking fantasy, uh, but he will be bleeding out of his ass. With all of his doubles. Or Brad Pitt, uh, who is is capable of taking on a different power, but he will self-destruct after 10 minutes. So I think we have to decide what exactly Brad Pitt should have for his power. Uh, of all the people that we've had in our in our 
tournament so far, who do you think Brad Pitt would probably steal from? It wouldn't be Joe Lee. He wouldn't take her fucking, you know, her, her dead Iron Man suit. He has nothing to do with her now. Wouldn't even talk to his kids, let alone put on her old clothes. <laughs> he probably wants fucking Yoon's powers. I would think so. I mean, that's proved to be... Or the... North Star. North Star would probably be... Yeah, let, let's give him some really fist of the North Star power. Yeah, let's give him some kick-ass North Star yeah. powers. But he will self-destruct in 10 minutes if, uh, you know, duplicating ass bleeder Sarah won't be able to pay off. But... Okay, How let's. About, what? He has to take him down within 10 minutes or he self destructs He has, yeah. Brad Pitt has a pair of big fake silicon tits that are uh, filled with bombs, built, filled with C4. That's just the, the name of the game. Don't shrug your shoulders. That's <laughs> just how this works on Canceled <laughs> all Island. All right. Well. Brad Pitt was put under the knife and uh, given powers, but also, you know, given the ultimate curse of destructive tits. Yeah. I uh, mean, what stops them if he wins? I don't get it. Uh, yeah, I mean, his timer turns off if he wins, you know, he just has like a timer on his chest. That's sort of where we're working at. So I'm thinking if Sarah can duplicate himself, uh, in perpetuity, I don't think, I think the ass bleeding would maybe hurt his stamina. He's probably a little fatigued if he's losing a lot of blood. So he can duplicate himself. So is there like the real one? And then there's all like clones of him or like yeah let's just say you he's have like to amoeba. figure out which dude is really him like if you kill one of his clone or you attack one of his yeah that's smart brad pitt has to eliminate the og sarah <laughs> the one who's bleeding the most profusely out of his ass uh and that way he would be able to stop the the replication well, we'll just see how it plays out but you think it's a a, a, a coin toss or no, do you think it's... i don't Actually, I, I do. I don't think it is either. Are I, we are we determining the fight right now? Yeah, we're determined. This is we're gonna oh. have a couple fights throughout just because it's an all day fight, you know, until we get to the main event. <laughs> uh, after you know every other category, I believe I set it up. But I think being that he's got the North Star, he's just gonna start blowing these Sarahs up. He's gonna hit them and they're gonna explode. Yeah. Well, the only thing is, uh, Sarah can just sort of somehow avoid him for. 10 minutes, right? We're talking 10 minutes? Is that what you said? Yeah, I guess that is true. If so he, he just is, has to run around. Well, if he creates like 100 versions of himself yeah. and he just like jumps on top of them, I guess that... Well, I mean, he could still be fighting under. Brad Pitt could be punching up. I mean, up. either we have to consider it a, a coin toss in the sense that he... This just, is closer than I think. That uh, Brad Pitt just gets lucky. I don't know if it's a 50-50 thing, though. Yeah, he just accidentally punches the one that's, you know, really the real Michael Cera. I think he has to get, like, three out of five coin tosses, and he wins. <laughs> three out of five? <laughs> yeah. We're going to make her do... Yeah, gonna because make... he's going to be, like, going after one dude. It's like, nope, wrong. Oh, shit, wrong. Yeah, you know, like, we have to give a component where... He, you know what I mean? Because he's got to kill the real dude. Okay, so we're gonna flip a coin multiple times. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. What What is What is his thing gonna be? Heads or tails? Because he's he's North Star. Does that have any? Mm, I don't think that really matches with either of them in the same way that some of them do. I'm gonna say he's tails because I think Sarah should be like heads because he's gonna have multiple heads out there. Sure. Okay. That makes <laughs> sense to me. <laughs> All right, let's do. Let's just do three. Best two out of three. I'm not fucking asking her to flip this yeah, five fine. times. Whatever. You just can't do a fifty-fifty shot. Yeah. There's gonna be maybe like I don't know how quickly he can, you know, rip through generate. these people. Yeah. Because he's like, if you remember, it's no like star. go, and then Sarah's gonna just start, you know, duplicating, and yeah. he's gonna go, you know, and I don't know how quickly he can sort of like shuffle to the point where he, you know, Brad Pitt loses, and maybe he's, you know, he's able to play. What, what do they call the game? Uh, 
you know, where they have the cups and they switch oh. them around. I don't remember <laughs> what that name is. Yeah, I guess so. He's like some weird street vendor. <laughs> Taking bets off of yeah, fucking people. Exactly. All right, Alexa. Can you flip a coin? Okay. Flipping. It's tails. Ooh, he's got one. So that was Brad, right? Yeah. All right, Brad Pitt was uh, was able to win that first round. Alexa, flip another coin. Okay. You got heads. Wow. Oh, all right, comes. best two out of three. Let's see if Brad Pitt can fucking, you know, shove his fist all the way up Sarah's ass. <laughs> Maybe stop the bleeding. Alexa, flip the coin one more time. Okay. You got heads. Oh, Michael Sarah! Oh, what an upset. Just duplicates himself a hundred <laughs> times and just suffocates Brad Pitt in a bunch of bodies. And then they all blow up from a C4 tits. Wow. This was uh, an explosive first fucking fight for the uh, the Celebrity Deathmatch Tournament. Brad Pitt is gonzo. Did you notice that each time she flipped the coin, it sounded different, though? It's like... I know. Wah, 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 or then like... Great sound design, yeah. you know. Thank you, Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, it makes our podcast maybe a little more yeah. interesting. Although I wish Celine was able to flip coins. I don't always ask, uh, like asking Alexa. She sort of annoys me sometimes. <laughs> but I do miss Celine. I wonder what she's up to nowadays. Uh, but Dad, pff, we actually don't have a, a real clear idea of uh, who's going to be playing. Being that Joe's here, I imagine Cliff is maybe along, uh, and I guess Patrick is here as well. Uh, I don't really know what to do. Do we even have a fucking football on the island? Yeah, motherfucker, I got a football. Beach football, nice. What? The Rock? Yeah, it's me, son of a bitch. I'm, uh, I'm here. Why don't we play the game, um, that they did in, um... <laughs> We're gonna play d fucking dogfight football. <laughs> Rock, you wanna play, uh, dogfight football with Petrick while, uh, I guess Joe Top announces Gun this Maverick, game? yeah. I mean... Yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, Patrick, are you uh, are you ready to get your ass kicked uh, twice today? Because uh, obviously, you know, this game is gonna be uh, just uh, just an appetizer for the ass kicking you're gonna get on the biggest stage you've ever been in your life, excluding the Pooper Bowl, of course. But you know, I think that was sort of rigged. <laughs> so basically, we should have it that each one. You know, any given play or question. I'm is... talking to you, Patrick. Oh, Stop oh, sorry, fucking David. Sorry. What are you? I'm not talking to you, motherfucker. <laughs> Stop trying to explain the game, Patrick. What? Rock, rock, what? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I see you uh, doing stretches, getting ready to, to, you know, cheer on your team. I'm here to fucking put you in the ground. I'm going to bury you in the sand, boy. Listen here. Um, I don't understand where there's all this animosity towards me, Rock. But it's going to be a freaking... It, it, you're going to finally, you know, you're not really a football player. I actually am. I made it to the NFL, not like you, you son of a bitch. You did? Uh, I might be thinking of Terry Crews, but I played football. Yeah. Uh, um, I was on ballers. Off, <laughs> offensive defense. I think I was a defensive lineman. Yeah, well. And I'm coming for your ass. Yeah, well, you better have a cup on. Well, uh, who are you going to, you know, who's going to be on your team? Because I brought my hit squad with me. Uh, well, I actually... Um, Mr. Rock, I believe there's a, a a sort of huge group of celebrities who have just done horrible things who are all pretty bored, it seems like, because they only uh, seem to keep hurting each other and making society worse. So I think they're ready to play, too. 
Uh, does that sound cool with you, Patrick? You want to play with this ragtag group of fucking celebrities? <laughs> Whatever, man. As long as they, you know, can catch a ball or something or maybe you know at least block yeah well they'll have to be doing both we're playing fucking dogfight football so <laughs> yeah they hopefully... have to play offense and defense at the same time this this might be tricky for some of these yeah guys. if they if you don't have their their full mind on the game this could get out of hand but let's just do uh three lies and a truth and maybe get petrick a, a three-point lead uh before i guess joe joins us over here and uh, announces this beach football game for us <laughs> all right well first up on three lies and a truth uh, director Hosada, the youngest child of a 10-sibling home, wrote Summer Wars as a way to share his experience in a large family. Uh, entry number two. While Hosada took inspiration for Oz from Second Life and Facebook, he most closely modeled the service after Mixie, a Japanese-exclusive social media platform. Uh, entry number three. Shortly after the release of Summer Wars, director Hosada's email was hacked, and more than three previously unreleased scripts were leaked online. And then finally... Uh, the year of Summer Wars release, anime conventions around Japan saw an influx of grandma cosplays from the movie. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? Last one's a lie. There's no way. Grandmas. No, Last you don't think a bunch of nah. people were, were getting with uh, Granny Madness? No. Nah. Dad, you were correct. There's uh, there's no love for uh, old Jima in the anime con spears. <laughs> Although, you know, that'd be nice to wear a kimono and bring around a spear. That'd probably be kind of cool. But uh, they weren't there for that. No. Was there another one that you think is a lie? Um, I want to say the one about his email is hacked. I mean, I, I think that's false also. The uh, leaked script after yeah. a bunch of emails? Right. He, he was in a Denny's I, I, just doing storyboards. You don't think stuff. the uh, the waiter came over while he was dropping off some more you know, flapjacks? He didn't peek over. <laughs> Get his email password. Right. Well, Dad... You were correct once again. Uh, he's definitely, definitely very secure with his passwords and very secure with his pancakes. Uh, but Dad, we're down to the last two. Oz being based on Mixie or Hosada writing Summer Wars to show off his uh, big family. Yeah, I've never heard of Mixie. Um, I'm going to go... Uh, I think he definitely wanted to bring his family element into it, so I'm going to say there was a uh, Sherry's experience in a large family. Final answer? Yeah. You are incorrect! Sorry there, uh, Petrick. It doesn't look what like you're getting those three Mixky? points. Miss Mixky? Mixy? It's like, Mixy. Uh, I don't even really know how to describe it. I've looked at it, but apparently it more closely resembles the interface that they saw on like their phones when they were looking at yeah. uh, Oz or whatever. Just but little avatar people. and I guess so. I think that's part of the component. I didn't really do a lot of research as to what it was, but <sighs> yeah, it was, uh, it was the one that he maybe was thinking about the most. Yeah. But uh, Dad... It looks like uh, Joe is, is running over here. His, his nose is freshly powdered, and it looks like, you know, Cliff isn't actually too far away. Uh, so why don't we just send this over to our co-hosts? Let them take over this announcing for this uh, beach fucking football game. Sound good to you? Sounds good. All righty, Joe. Hit him with those horns! Welcome inside the Cancelled Island Broadcast booth, everybody! I'm Joe Cock, and to my left, I'm joined once again by my partner in commentary, Cliff Higton Wildcard Jockage. Welcome back, Cliff! What's up, Joe? Don't act so sad, buddy. You had a good go of it. And now, you know, much better football players are going to get to play. But together, we're coming to you live from the CI Superdome in South Central Cancelled Island. 
We're anticipating a great game between the Rock's Triple XFL Hit Squad and Patrick's team of Ragtag Celebrity Cancelites. We're disgraced Super Bowl champion Patrick Vanilla Tanner Stein is looking to rub one in the commissioner's nose before a celebrity deathmatch headliner. Back to you, Drew. Hey, uh, are we actually in a stadium? We're on the beach. There's like a bunch of tiki. Well, we've 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 set up some cones and. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm trying to make the most out of this. This infrastructure is pretty bad. Nobody's sending funding to fucking There's Epstein Island. Bamboo hut. Yeah, well, that's that's the booth. <laughs> it's made out of bamboo for a good reason. There's nothing else to make shit out of. All the uh, all the wood was used on that fucking jerk off room that Drew's in all the time. Hey, Joe, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't bring up my sexual proclivities there, buddy. Since you're uh, you're cucker over there, Mr. Rock, Dwayne the Cock Johnson is uh, is just over there. So maybe you should direct your ire towards him. You know, I, I don't really appreciate that, Drew. I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm as sensitive as ever since I haven't had my redemption arc. But uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Fuck hey, you. Drew, drink another margarita, please. Um, Ooh, was that Patrick talking? <laughs> because quite frankly, Patrick, I'm pretty sure that you were dipping into the liquor as much as I was, uh, being that you're the biggest degenerate on this island. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't want to fight with the the talent here, but I'm just st- stating facts. Yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely have a, a small stash of alcohol that i had smuggled onto the island because i i don't i'm not here for any particular reason i've not been canceled i'm just here yet. to uh yet participate in you know some entertainment for you degenerates <laughs> well you know patrick i'm i can't fucking you know get in the game stop fucking around <laughs> get in the get in the inside of the uh the cones you asshole all right, Dad, question number one uh, for the first half here because Patrick's given me some lip, and now I kind of want him to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Team Mark Wahlberg of the Rock. I'm a bastard. Yeah, truly. He, he's, a, he's, he's maybe a little in over his head. Uh, so, Dad, first question. What kind of soda is Kenji drinking on the train? Is it A, Coca-Cola, B, Sprite, C, Dr. Pepper, or D, Barg's Root Beer? I believe it's Dr. Pecker. I mean, Pepper. <laughs> Dr. Pecker. Yeah, well, uh, let's... It's probably uh, what they serve here in freaking Canceled Island, but whatever. Dr. Pepper. Yeah, that seems like Louis C.K.'s drink. He, he, it's a water glass with his cock under the, <laughs> the base of the drink. Uh, all right, Joe, uh, what's going here on? want a little bit of my Dr. Pecker? <laughs> yeah, that's how he stirs it. Take it off the tap. There's no, uh, there's no stirring spoons in the the tiki bar. Muskie just, you know, uses his dick. All right, <laughs> Joe, let's uh, let's hear what's going on. This is already fucking way too far. Alrighty, the trash talk between Team Rock and Team Patrick has already come nearly to blows. As many of the celebrities aren't used to people saying shit to their faces. Let's see if Patrick can keep his all star team in check with his good play. Patrick takes a snap. He quick pumps. He gets a bite. And now he throws a laser down the middle and it's caught. Matt says the F slur when he's joking Damon, securing a tough catch for a huge first down. Wow, Matt Damon, uh, you know, freshly canceled for saying, uh, you know, like I said, the F slur, I think, on a podcast. Coming in to uh, catch a few balls. Nice. Acting like, uh, you know, he's playing with Brady. He probably feels like this is glory days, dude. <laughs> Real Patriot vibes. We're running the, uh, the, uh, the Matt Patricia offense <laughs> on the fucking island. All right, Dad, question number two. What year was Grandma born? Was it A, 1915, B, 1920, C, 1925, or D, 1930? I believe it was 1920. 1920? All righty, Joe. What's going to happen? Drew, after a quick schoolyard huddle, Patrick is hurrying his team to the line. Patrick hikes it. Five-step drop. He catches a good block, and now he's going to take a shot downfield. And it's right on the money! Chris, my God, hates Gaze Pratt! Bringing in the disruption for a huge touchdown! Wow, Chris Pratt. 
I guess freshly out of service since we're on a Sunday, and this man is scoring touchdowns. So uh, Patrick is up. <laughs> he's up uh, ten or yeah seven to three against the Rock, and uh, the Rock is jumping up and down. He's pissed. hey Rock, where's the D? Well, it's uh, it's about to be in your ass, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that seems about the right response there for Rock there. Uh, Dad, question number three: What was the final score to get Ueda into the championship? Is it A six to three, B seven to five, C nine to eight? Or D, 11 to 10? 11 to 10. 11 to 10. Joe, what's going to happen? Drew, we're nearing a celebrity-demanded halftime break, and Patrick looks zoned in to score before the caterers show up. Or going to take a snap. Play action. Another fake to the reverse band, and Vanellis, he's going to sell this one. And it's cut again. Will couldn't handle a cucking Smith, saying, it's my, <laughs> saying this one's mine for a huge <laughs> touchdown. Wow, Will Smith. Uh, almost slapped that ball out of the air, but he was able to, uh, you know, he was able to secure it for uh, another score. Patrick is looking zone the fuck in. He knows that Yoon is probably his best case for getting back in the XFL, and uh, he's just on top I of the world right now. I think he definitely gave uh, the Rock a head slap as he went by him. Yeah, he 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 drummed on that big bald head of his, dude. He, he was playing the ball. The Rock, on that he's got to be pissed. I think The Rock is screaming at his XFL hit squad. I can hear him over there. Uh, speaking of, you know, people freaking out on the field, Joe, why don't you go ask? Uh, why don't you go ask our resident superstar what's going on? Alrighty, Patrick, it looks like you're uh, keyed in today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I mean, The Rock. Pff, I knew he's a pretender. Pff, he doesn't have any skills. How are you getting the uh, the most out of your celebrity team? Are you uh, purely uh, inspiring them by your state of play? Or are you uh, giving them some pep talks in the uh, in the huddle? Well, you know, I I usually raise the level of anybody that plays with me. You know, even if they're you know inexperienced in football, I I definitely bring the best out of people, and uh, that's why I'm a winner, and I'm a great leader, and rock you suck. <laughs> well, uh. You know, there is uh, the big fight coming on later, and uh, Steven Yoon is, uh, well, I, I haven't checked the bets, but it seems like he might be the favorite. And, uh, you know, Mark Yoon Wahlberg is, is not, is un, he, he can't lose. It's impossible. He does seem to be uh, an absolute powerhouse with uh, the best sex game on the island, which is uh, <laughs> truly understated, but uh, it's something that everybody should know. Yeah, that is uh, something that a lot of people know about Steven Yoon, is just how much he, uh, how much he lays down that D. But, uh... You know, I, I, when it comes to D, maybe The Rock should learn a little something from Yoon because he's not putting a lot of pressure on Petrix to uh, to get him off the field. So let's just jump right back into the game because uh, Rock might have a fucking meltdown if he doesn't get at least something going. Uh, so question number four. Uh, what is the first number of the algorithm that Kenji almost solves? Is it A, 1, B, 3, C, 5, or D, 11? Mm, I think it's D, 8. D, 8? Alrighty, Joe. What's going to happen? Drew, the celebrities are coming out with some pep in their step after a rousing halftime speech from Patrick, and now he's going to line them up wide. Erskine hikes it. There's a blitz. He rolls right. Now he's going to throw it to the crossing man, and it's caught! Michael Enbaum, the Laugh Factory Richards, showing he's still got some speed in those long legs. <laughs> Michael Richards got on here, damn dude. They're inviting Kramer <laughs> to this island? Holy crap. I mean, as somebody who actually said the N-word uh, and wasn't just falsely accused as I was, I'm not so much of a big fan of Mr. Richards, but, you know, he is uh, he was securing Petrick a first down, so... Who's on Rock's team? Because we are just freaking killing him. I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at, let's see, some of this roster here I was given on the, uh, 
the team sheet. He has uh, Dice K, Ginormous Balls, Matsushima, uh, <laughs> Timothy, Titanic, Tool, Finster, Neil, Gay Men, Give Me Confidence, Connors. I mean, he has like, <laughs> I think he has some of the all pros from the Triple XFL. Obviously, uh, he's, he's gotten the cream of his crop to uh, fly him out to fucking Canceled Island, but they're not doing much of it's uh, these celebrities who are probably all roided up from some past role or something like that, you know? Who knows? But we, we got two more questions and an opportunity to really rub it in. Uh, so question number five. What time does grandma die? Is it A, 4.30, B, 5.21, C, 6.19, or D, 7 a.m.? Hmm. This one I do not know. I'm going to just go with A. A, 4.30? Yeah. All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, after a failed drive, Patrick and uh, James Casting Couch Franco are arguing over who should be calling the plays, and it looks like this team is losing focus as we enter the fourth. Wow. So James Franco feels like all of a sudden he wants to be the uh, the offensive coordinator, which I don't think he should Sit be. down. Yeah. He shouldn't be directing his own movies or directing this offense. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm maybe okay with benching Franco if he keeps giving you lip. I mean, we've had one bad play. Come on. Give me a break. Yeah. Come on, fucker. <laughs> Go get trapped under a rock right. again, you, you predator. I think with the guy I sent out fell down or something stupid. So it was like. Yeah, not yeah. my fault. <laughs> Somebody fell on their fucking yeah. face. You know, it's you know, it, we're talking. Well, we're playing a beach football here, so yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, honestly, it, in terms of having a better teammate than James Franco, I bet Cliff would uh, maybe really benefit from being out there, getting an old attaboy from uh, you know Patrick. <laughs> Joe, why don't you uh, ask Cliff a little something for me? Uh, just because uh, he, he seems a little quiet in the booth. He seems a little dejected. Yeah, uh, that's that's true, Drew. Uh, Cliff. I know it's uh, it's been tough. We're uh, nearing the end of this game, and uh, let l- let me hear your thoughts. What's going on in that head of yours? Well, I thought I was gonna do you know I was gonna bring my team to glory, and it just didn't happen. And it's giving me flashbacks from my days as a high school superstar that never reached his full potential. I was uh, looking into your uh, old play sheets, and it looks like you had some sort of meltdown uh, in your high school career uh, in your senior year. That's how you stopped playing football. Is that true? And you're yeah. uh, a chronic, uh, chronic loser, right at the uh, the biggest moment. Is that true? Yeah, that's why Cliff? I wanted to redeem myself, but it appears that maybe truly I am a loser. Oh come on, don't you know you're you're fine. You're uh you know you might not have the uh, the contract that Petra got, but uh you know you're you're still good. You're still fine. Is there any possibility I could get on the field with Patrick? Patrick, is there a is there a way that you can sub in uh, Old Cliff? Uh, it is the last last drive. Come on, it's the last question. It's question all number six. Right, whatever. Get on the field, you little freaking cryberry pussy. Get out here. <laughs> Go get him, Cliff. All right. <laughs> thank well. you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, fucking Cliff Jockage is uh, subbing in. He's uh, getting getting a pat I mean, on who, the back. Is there anybody watching this? I mean, are we being you know simulcast anywhere? Or, you yeah, know, the is committee pay- is here. Is there, this pay per view? Yeah, it looks like there's a small crowd. It seems like the uh, the committee is uh, is watching from the side. Maybe uh, whoever wins this game might get uh, some leniency on their their canceling. <laughs> I don't think so though. I don't think this. I don't think this is a pay for play type of situation. But you know, you never know. Uh, so, Dad, question number six: What is Wabi Skay's passcode? Is it A ten ten B one uh oh one oh eight C oh seven ten or D O two twenty eight. Mm, I think it was B. B? Zero one oh eight. Zero one oh eight. Uh Joe, was B the right answer? Drew, Patrick is bringing a sense of urgency to this line of scrimmage, and he's moving Jockage to the tight end. Patrick takes a snap, quick drop of the line is breaking down, and he's rolling right, and he points, now throw a dart right into the hands of Jockage, and it's caught! Cliff peaked at high school Jockage! <laughs> 
catches this one in stride for a touchdown! Woo! That's incredible! I can't believe it! This man just came out of the booth for a TD! <laughs> You're a better wide receiver than you are a quarterback! <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe that's the problem. I'm playing the wrong position. Fuck this! This is this is horseshit. The Rock, the Rock won't accept you know just any li li lily-livered motherfucker to come in here you know and, and disrespect my game. Rock, come on! You're not a very good football player. And well, I still have uh, you know I don't, that's not fucking true. That's just not true. You can't say I'm not a good football player. I, I was only playing defense. Hey, you're just an actor. You're not a football player. I have experience. I mean, I you know I was a high school star. Cliff, don't do the shaka when you're uh, when you're talking on camera. It makes you look like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cliff, that was a little that was a little high school of you. Yeah, there, well, uh, you know, I gotta freaking probably up my freaking you know after game press conference stuff. But hey, whatever. Hey, Patrick, woo, score! <laughs> Chill out, freaking. Come on now. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was a lot, and it looks like Rock is storming off of this beach. And uh, oh, he just shoved one of the committee members, so uh, he he's on everybody's shit list, including the people in power. That was wild. I mean, you know, we had fun on the beach. Uh, it looks like people were were really confused by the rules of dogfight football. I think that played a lot into it. I don't think anyone knows what the hell they were doing out there. That's why Cliff got so wide open. I mean, yeah, he he snuck nobody, around. Yeah, they whoever. just yeah, they just didn't even you know think that he was a threat so yeah we we got lucky there but you know maybe luck is on our side maybe lady luck is shining bright on uh cliff uh fucking petrick and all of his friends so maybe that includes us who hopefully a, a boat or some sort of helicopter comes at the end of this episode i'm i'm a little shook up dude i'll be honest this is all a lot as usual but hey sounds like uh second preliminary of the big fight night uh I'm going to do this uh, extended wheel thing real fast just so we can figure out here. Ubuntu, why don't you spin that wheel? Okay. The first fighter we have is LeBron James. And he has uh, Gundam stuff with cheeky legs. <laughs> wow. Okay, so 6'9". LeBron James is going to be sh short with his chicken legs. He's got the legs of a chicken, but he has a wizard staff. So that's uh, that's a really complicated fucking combination. But uh, Ubuntu, <laughs> who, is, uh, who is LeBron going to be fighting there? <laughs> he will be fighting... Makali Culkin, <laughs> he gets stronger in the sun, but he gets progressively worse cancer. Oh, no. Okay. So, Macaulay Culkin gets stronger in direct sunlight, but he has a progressive cancer that gets quicker with the sun. Is that right? Oh, yeah. And LeBron James has chicken legs and a Gandalf stuff. You're right. Okay. We, we're clear on that run, right? Does that make sense to you, Dad? These, you know, these fighters seem I... bad. But it seems so he like, gets stronger, but he has cancer. So does the cancer? I, I don't know. Does it? I think he's gonna get like superpowers, like super strength from the sun. But the the longer the fight goes on, the cancer just like you know. He has cancer of what? Um, 
I almost want him to have leprosy so his like arms fall off, which is not <laughs> cancer. But I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna change up his thing. Yeah. <laughs> he progressively loses limbs. So, you know, he gets stronger, but he only has a limited time to yeah. uh, use it. Okay. So do you think LeBron James Already a physical specimen, he might be a little top heavy with these chicken legs, which might be a problem. But he's got that wizard staff. He might be like the the dude. You shall not pass, and he, you know, slams it down. Maybe darkens the sun. I guess he knows how to use this thing. I don't know. He's he he made. Does you think LeBron James has seen the Lord of the Rings? Yeah, probably. So I think he probably is familiar enough to like clap the uh, the staff down, which. Does something, you know? He could do very light magic. He's not a full connoisseur of the staff. He's in the goat of <laughs> magic. Yeah, but he is, you know, he is weak. He's got a, a big, top-heavy body and these little baby chicken legs. Yeah, I think that's a problem. I do too. I mean, if he Macaulay Culkin, well, yeah, he could probably just snap one of those chicken legs like easily. Oh yeah, dude, that's true. And then he's just, you know, LeBron would essentially have no fucking yeah. legs. He'd have yeah. no bottom half. Yeah, he's just lying on the ground with his staff, and he can't even probably see where, you know, the attacks are coming from because he's, you know, incapacitated. But yeah, even if McCauley loses um, a leg and an arm, I can still see him super punching LeBron uh, right smack dab out of the stadium. <laughs> it feels like he would home run this, you know, yeah. the goat. Which it's is... got to happen quick, and um, I just don't know what this staff is able to accomplish, you know, and, I mean, what kind of spell he can throw out there. I'm sure there's some, like, defensive spells, you know, some, you know, other offensive component that we aren't familiar with because we're not big Lord of the Rings fans, but I think he's got some offense. Maybe he's a better passer, you know, LeBron James and all that. Uh, I almost want to send this over to a coin flip just because I like the randomness of it. But yeah, I think you have to because you just don't know if he could just pull something out of his ass and just yeah. Take this him is down. not an outright you know surprise as to who's going to win there. Uh, so Alexa, oh wait, what's the heads and the tails? We do this every time. Let's say um, heads is uh, LeBron, I guess, because yeah. he's balding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alexa, flip a coin. Okay. Flipping. It's heads. Okay. LeBron James. LeBron, nice. He's able to pull it out. He was, he was able king. to get that janky-ass yeah. fucking staff going. <laughs> Return of the king. Yeah. This is uh, <laughs> truly, truly uh, everything we could have possibly hoped for for uh, Mr. James as he ascends, uh, quite frankly, off of this island because I don't think he's done anything bad enough to stay here. Uh, but we certainly have, apparently, and we're trying to have a, a good time all the matter, uh, all the while. So, Dad, let's uh, let's keep the festivities up as we uh, move actually to the deathmatch fucking tournament space uh, and play some Would You Rather in the meantime. So, Dad, would you rather be haunted by John Lennon and Yoko Ono or an AI trolls you everywhere you go? So, to explain the AI thing, I imagine it's a, a love machine type of... AI, but it only wants to fuck with you. Like, you're the only person that it's, like, fucking with its bank account. Like, it's changing uh, lights on the street when you're driving and shit like that to fuck with you. Like, it's it's really trolling you. But John, the ghost of John Lennon and an elderly Yoko Ono are gonna be annoying you all the time. Uh, yeah, otherwise. I forgot to bring that up. I mean, I can't think of why, you know, John Lennon actually being associated with um some vr type world i mean that seems like 
that would be his nightmare. Yeah, that, that that is true. John would probably have a fit, dude, if he knew he'd been like recreated uh, in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know the whole. But in terms of being haunted, I mean, what are they gonna do? Um. Well, John was abusive, so the ghost of John Lennon might try to slap the shit out of you. But Yoko Ono is just gonna be screaming. She's just gonna be like crouched over your head like a bird. Yeah, they, She's gonna be doing weird avant-garde <laughs> shit all the time around you. So it, you know, you're you're just gonna have to live with the ghost of John and elderly Yoko until she dies, and then she can fucking you know haunt you. And then Sean Lennon, his sons will just come and be like weird around you, awkward. So the AI trolls you, so he's just sort of um, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, I would just stay off of social media and everything. It's not just social media. They're, like, tapping into all electronics to fuck with you. <laughs> well, then I'll just go move out in the woods. <laughs> how, can I, how can I do this? All right, they take over a fucking drone plane and they yeah. drop shit over your house. Oh, damn it. It's, it's a smart AI, dude. It can outthink yeah. you and your, your little roundabout answers. Yeah, he'd probably send some kind of... Some kind of... They'll mail you a literal box of shit. Robots or something after me. Yeah, they'll send the robot dogs from uh, the Boston Mechanics University yeah. to piss on your lawn. Piss oil on your lawn. Well, I think the AI could probably bring worse shit onto me, so I'm going to just say whatever. Haunted by John and Oko. I don't know if they can keep it up 24 hours a, a day, but... Well, the ghost would probably pick up where the elderly Yoko can't, you know. She's, she's probably almost like 80 years old. How old is Yoko Ono? She's almost... Well, she's 89 years old. She's about to be 90, just like uh, Jima from the fucking movie. She was born in February 1933. Wow. Yoko's been around. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of surprising. How old is Paul? Paul is probably like 80. 82 or something. Actually, he's probably just about that same age. He's 80. Yeah. I was, what about uh, um, Ringo? Ringo? <laughs> he's 40 years old. Ringo is aging backwards. He'd probably be the one to be able to survive for uh, the longest. He 82. Actually, he looks really good for 82, actually. Well, once he put Paul those... does, too, but, I mean, Ringo is... Yeah. When you see him, you're just like, damn, he doesn't look as old as he should. Yeah, when you're, like, not in a conventionally attractive person and you don't age horribly, you do, I guess, retain that look. I mean... Ringo, this is, you know, a recent picture of Ringo. He's just rocking the glasses since, like, fucking 06 or wherever. He never took those sunglasses off. Yeah, but look at him. 80? And that's him? Yeah. I mean, he looks great. Trust me. I'm I'm all for it. I think Ringo should live forever. I mean, dude. he's probably going to live to 100. Yeah. Peace and peace of love, dude. Peace of love to Ringo. I'm, I'm all here for it. I would rather be haunted by Ringo. Ringo would probably, <laughs> you know, enjoy the, the company that I'm giving him. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to fuck around and do the John and Yoko thing, too, because the AI trolling me, you know, it would delete all my manuscripts. It would fucking sap out my bank account. Like, I'm I'm not here for that. Yeah. I do too much shit on my computer to uh, get trolled by an AI. <laughs> uh, and last would you rather that we have here, would you rather be trapped in Oz, like from The Wizard of Oz, or satellites rain down whenever you use the Internet or whenever you connect to the Internet? Well, I'll say use the Internet. Satellites? Yes. So... I will say that if you don't have a VPN on your thing, it will throw a satellite at you. But if you do have a VPN, wherever that VPN is located, it will rain satellites. So you might be putting on a VPN so you can, you know, fucking doom scroll Pornhub. But a lot of people are going to die in the meantime while you're jerking it off. Maybe I'm talking more specifically for myself. <laughs> um, 
Or, you know, obviously you're trapped in Oz. Uh, um, well, I could just stay off the internet. Would you really want to be harassed by freaking the Wicked Witch's monkeys and shit like that, though? Or, like, the munchkins? Do you really think you're going to be not warring with the munchkins? What? I believe the munchkins are a territorial people. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is Wizard of Oz lore. The Munchkins had a whole, the whole story of the Wizard of Oz. I'm not saying I want to be trapped in Oz. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that the history of Oz. There was oh. a, there was a Munchkin war right before the events of uh, Judy Garland showing up. Of what's her face? I can't even remember her name. We represent the lollipop kids. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. That was like fucking, you know, post World War II uh, United States. Like that. That's why they're so jolly, dude. They're <laughs> they just got off the boats. Uh, trapped in Oz. I thought you were talking about like the Oz in the in the film. No, that Oz is stupid. That is like a white space with like a Gucci store. <laughs> you could buy whatever you want, uh, designer brands and shit. It's dumb. I uh, I don't think I'm comfortable with the satellite thing because even I would always protect myself. I would always have the VPN on, but. If I'm on the internet for any more than uh, fucking five minutes, I'm probably killing a lot of people. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, I've lived a lot of my life without the internet, so I would just have to, you know, say that I have to refrain from using internet. Is that thing where the the actor, one of the munchkins from Oz, like, hung himself? Was that a real thing? What? There's, a, there's this whole, um, not conspiracy, but, like, this... Uh, this thing that they say about the movie that in the background of one of the scenes you can see like a a munchkin who would hang them like hang themselves. Mm. Unpacking the myth of the Wizard of Oz hanging munchkin. Let's see here. I don't think I'm gonna be able to uh, draw that information straight from this article, but yeah, that's something that I've heard since I was like a kid that you can just see it like a munchkin hanging themselves. It's a well-known hoax, but you know that 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 was something apparently that has been strung along uh, through all the iterations of knowledge around the wizard of oz yeah i i don't know did you ever try syncing up pink floyd and the oz thing to see if that actually worked no i heard about that though yeah i mean that's like stoner 101 you know you put on <laughs> fucking uh dark side of the moon and wizard of oz and you just trip balls or whatever. <laughs> it's the best way to use your time i think i do remember those stories that they the the you know the little people that were in the movie they were like having a they were pretty you know crazy yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Were they getting them drunk? I don't know if they were drunk or whatever, but <laughs> were they getting the Munchkins drunk? I bet they were slipping on the Munch drugs, dude. I, I, let's see. Were the Munchkins given drugs in the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> the first thing that came up: Wizard of Oz Munchkins didn't grope Judy Garland. Thanks, Mirror. <laughs> um, let's see. There's 124 little people employed in making of Oz. Wow. That's a good labor force. All right. Uh, only given soup and lettuce. And the MGM cafeteria was reportedly instructed to only give her food and soup, lettuce, no matter what she ordered. Uh, so as a way of coping her 18-hour work days, she was given amphetamines to help kill her appetite and lose weight. Wow. Judy Garland. Not a great time on The Wizard of Oz. Only could eat soup, lettuce, and was giving meth <laughs> to not fucking eat. That's a, that's a tough life. I've heard Judy Garland had a rough for uh, most of her go in Hollywood. I don't know if that was the uh, the same thing for you. The next fighter will be... 
Taylor Swift with Beast Boy powers, but he has ravenous pubic crabs. Oh my god. Okay, so Taylor Swift, who can turn into any animal, but she has ravenous pubic crabs? That sounds like they're going to be big, too. So, you know, the pubic lice have, have joined us once again uh, <laughs> on Cancelled Island. And that's too bad for T-Swift, who is already dealing with uh, a, a fucking plane scandal at the moment. I don't think she also wants to be dealing with crabs. What? What plane scandal? She's getting a bunch of shit for using her private plane all the time. She's destroying the ozone uh, single-handedly. Uh, Umbutu, who's that second fighter? It will be Bob Dylan! And his powers are... <laughs> poison Ivy powers... But he's covered in ball sacks. <laughs> wow. Ball sacks on Bob Dylan? I knew that guy had some nuts, but I didn't think uh, it was going to be that bad. Covered? Yeah. I think he's head, uh, he's coming out now out of the tunnel. He is head to toe in bu- uh, fucking nut sacks, dude. And Taylor Swift has what? What's her powers? She has uh, Beast Boy powers, which is essentially you can turn into any animal that you want. Like a, you could turn into a gorilla. You could turn into a li- lion. You could turn into well, anything. Well, yeah. But he has poison ivy powers, which would allow him to control vines and release power or poison. Yeah, I don't think it's it's going to affect an animal. Poison? No, poison ivy. Poison ivy, like the bad guy, the bad woman. Remember oh. from Batman, she can control like plants and shit like that. Mm. She can release like poison out of her fucking, you know, the shit that she generates. He's a little. Po- I mean, Bob Dylan has some powers. He's just very weak on the skin. You know, yeah. if you punch him, you're probably busting a few nuts. <laughs> in the bad way, not like in the cool way. I think Taylor Swift takes him down. Think so? Think Taylor is going to be able to uh, yeah. just turn into a, <laughs> a silverback gorilla and just rip his I nuts mean, off? She could do turn into anything. Yeah. I mean, she could tur- She could be a bat and then, like, you know, t- turn into a, a lion in yeah. midair and just jump right. on top of him, it's, eat his nuts. I think it's no contest. Yeah, I think T Swift is going to, I think T Swift is going to eat him alive. Which, I, you know, th- there's not too many uh, songs on uh, T-Swift's catalog about her eating nuts, but this is going to be an example of her doing so. He, she's going to devour Bob's, Bob's nutsack. So, Dad, I think we're going to just skip over Ghibli All Grown Up this week. Uh, I didn't have anything particularly good. Uh, and being that it's, you know, the Fight Night main event coming up, I think we should just do the Rushmore and jump right into our last fight yeah, so we can a, call it a day. It's a big big night here yeah and, uh, we've already had you know the celebrity game you know people we're, are getting anxious they want to see the fight yeah they don't want to hear us fucking pretend to be you know whomever doing stupid shit <laughs> so dad let's do a quick rushmore i had uh best grandmas does granny beat out tyler perry as medea maggie smith as dowager countess from uh the downton abbey movie betty white as grandma annie from the proposal or shirley mclean as aurora greenway of uh terms of endearment do you think uh old gma has a chance yeah i want to put her up there i kind of do want to put her up there i don't know who is the weak link here i mean she was pretty badass yeah she was tossing around that spear she was uh scaring wabi scare enough to fucking make him poop himself i mean who who, who do you think would be taken off here because i'm not touching betty white you know betty white now earned her place uh over the the years that she lived you know so she's she's in stone in stone but i wanted to stay Medea? Yeah. I guess he is the only person who is not neither a woman or an old person. <laughs> have you seen Terms of Endearment? I have. Was that a good grandma, Aurora Greenway? Um, That was the one that showed up on a lot of grandma lists, and I haven't seen Terms of Endearment. I'm having a hard time remembering the actual movie. I did see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 
I remember it vaguely, so I can't give you a, a good... Uh, That's fine. I mean, either we're going to take off fucking... Let's say her. I, I don't really know what Dowager Countess is all about. I know Down Abbey, but yeah, let's just take Medea off. Because yeah. he's, you know, a dude. Right. <laughs> playing a grandma. Right. So Granny. Granny from fucking Summer Wars uh, made it to uh, not only 90, but made it onto our Rushmore, which is pretty nice. Actually, I don't think she made it to 90. She died at 89. So RIP Gma. You get, you know, a good memorial, if anything. Uh, and the last one on Rushmore. We have the most dangerous AI Rushmore. Does Love Machine beat out Hal... Uh, 9,000 from 2001 Space Odyssey, Skynet from Terminator, uh, Agent Smith from The Matrix, or Ultron from Age of Ultron. <laughs> I mean, the, first of all, where the hell did they come up with the name Love Machine for fucking AI? Yeah, Wabi was really on one for that one. I don't really know what he was trying to get across. Uh, maybe he was getting fucked by the government. I don't really know. We <laughs> usually are. Machine. I don't know if the love machine is technically more dangerous than any of these, being that Agent Smith is, like, actually a dangerous AI. Skynet took over the whole fucking world. Hal is maybe the least yeah. dangerous, and he only affects really, what, two people? Uh, the two people on the crew of that ship? And then Ultron is obviously, like, a supervillain. Yeah, uh, technically, love machine is a more dangerous AI in the scope of... What they're capable of. Yeah. Then Hal. Yeah. Yeah, that's not looking good for old Hal. Even I mean, though if you're just try talking about iconic AIs. Mm. Yeah, iconic is a little different, but yeah. dangerous was like the uh, the circumstantial Rushmore that could have gotten Love Machine on here. So right. I'm I'm willing to let Love Machine be and have it just because you know Hal had its time. Uh, even says David in that movie. I can't do that, David. Yeah. So I, I know I that might be a personal that, favorite for you, but I think Hal is probably the weak link there. Now, you know how many people say that shit to me? Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't actually. I don't know how many people yeah. are quoting If your name is Cooper. Dave, yes, you will be quoted that line. Yeah, there's not a lot of Drews uh, in movies, so I don't get a lot of you know opportunities to be quoted at. But I'm. are we taking him off? Are we taking Hal? Yeah, let's take him off. All right. Wow. <laughs> Summer Wars. Two Rushmores. <laughs> Didn't we just give two Rushmores I, to our last movie, too? Did we? Uh, to the Turtle? I think the cast... We I mean, might have been one. Either one or two. I don't mm. remember. But it feels like we haven't really given out too many Rushmores to any of our recent films. It well, we like watched four Ava movies that were all bad, so yeah. we weren't going to give it to any of those. Um, but yeah, we've been selective with our Rushmores in the last you know two months or so. But when the movie is decent enough, it, it maybe has some opportunities. <laughs> So, Dad, we have reached the main event, and that's why I gotta ask, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for a celebrity death match? Yeah! This has uh, been, I guess, a month in the making, maybe plus so. We have Steven Yoon, our king, our savior. <laughs> With baby hands and Wolverine claws, and I guess Wolverine powers at this point, versus uh, Marky, Mar <laughs> Marky Mark Wahlberg with Elephant Man body and uh, Doc Ock arms. Uh, this is this is tough. I mean, the Doc Ock thing is a is a sleeper is a sleeper uh, contestant. He kind of came out of nowhere. What was Mark Wahlberg's rating? He was an eight seed. Yeah. 
I mean, eight seed against that's like that's yeah, an upset. I think he was probably rated a little low. Yeah, with well, Doc Arms. I guess so. I guess Rock uh, kind of picked him, uh, picked him a little bit. How did the seeding go based on when we we brought him on? Well, technically Wahlberg was a, uh, a Petrick appointment, but he uh, defected to Team Rock, being <laughs> that he has uh, some uh, some previous, you know, cancelable yeah. actions. Isn't well, that right, Marky? Yeah, they were in a movie together and stuff like that. So. That's not why I'm fucking here. <laughs> I'm here because I'm, uh, I'm 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 trying to kick some ass. I see Yoon over there. I beat somebody up who looked like Yoon back in the day. Isn't that right, Yoon? Say hi to your mother for me. Okay, come on, Mark. You're being a little, you know, racially profiling. I don't. That's kind of fucked up. Stay away from my king like that, Stephen Yoon. Who is, uh, I'm not going to, you know, do a Steven Yoon impression because he doesn't have that identifiable of a voice. <laughs> but fuck you, Mark, you little bitch. Hey, fuck you. I, uh, probably going to go home and fuck your mother after this. <laughs> I will not stand oh, for that, Mark. Boy. I am on edge. I've been jerking off a lot in a dirty room and I've been doing a lot of drugs. I am fucking on one right now. Yeah, well, you look like shit. All right, Dad. I'm, uh, I'm a little mad. I'm a little mad, obviously. I'm a little heated. But let's see if uh, Mark Wahlberg gets his fucking head stomped in by uh, our king here. Unless, you know, <laughs> Rock has anything to say. Obviously, he's uh, he's courtside with uh, Patrick looking off. Hey, motherfucker! I see you uh, got your pussy ass out here in the, uh, in the fighting ring. You think uh, you want to put an extra wager on this? Sure. All right. What do you want to put up? If I win, you got to stay on this island. But if I win... I get to fuck Joe's wife. <laughs> no, 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 Drew, I don't want you to answer that. That's not cool. No, not that, you know, uh, Joe, I don't know. That's not a horrible idea. Uh, Mr. Rock, is there any way that we can get off this island if you, uh, if somebody wins? I don't know. I don't think there's enough room on my, uh, my personal uh, chopper. Ah, uh, you know, I, I guess that's, I'm not okay with that then. So no, that's, that's not the wager that we're going to do. Rock, I think you might have to stay here, too. If Patrick has to stay on the island, then you have to fucking stay on the island. Yeah, well, I guess that's only fucking fair. <laughs> well, who's going to run the Triple XFL? It's not going to be Patrick. Patrick, would you... I mean, you would have to step in as commissioner and play in the league if Rock had banished the fucking, you know, canceled island. Uh, you know, I think I need to really concentrate specifically on my game. You don't think you can take up the business? No, I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> well, you know, that's too goddamn the bad. The only numbers I really am good at is the ones in my contract. <laughs> so we might have to talk about that. Yeah, your body count. <laughs> that's the only number that you can keep track of. All right, well, fuck it, dude. It's, it's fight night, dude. It's fight time. Let's, uh, let's, let's call it how it is. What do you think is going to happen? Mark Wahlberg is going to probably start strong with those, those big Doc Ock arms. I think he's going to be able to maybe restrict Yoon. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but can Yoon's claws cut through Doc Ox? Almost certainly. Almost certainly. But is he able to restrict him quick enough so that Yoon wouldn't be able to slash him or anything like that? Like, is he able to maneuver uh, dexterously enough with the, the Doc Ock arms? Which, being that I've seen those things move, I would think maybe that they could. Um, if he can, you know grab Yoon, prevent him from stabbing him or anything like that, if he, like, rips his fucking arms off, you know, that's game over for Yoon. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's 
gonna be it's a tight match. Yeah, I mean his baby hands. I don't think are really hurting him or helping him in this case. Yeah, I don't think his hands. I mean, in terms of a his hand size means nothing about his dick size. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> but I don't think it it does anything. I mean, in terms of his you know Wolverine claws. I mean, obviously they're just as potent whether he has small hands or not. Yeah, no, for sure. His uh, adamantium skeleton uh, will remain so no matter how small or babyish his hands are. Um, so I think I think Yoon would be able to get at least one of the tentacles off. Let's just say that. I how think many he's do you have? Four? Four. So if he can slice at least one or two of them and there's still two left, we're almost back in fucking coin toss material. Well, maybe we should see a coin toss as to whether he can, how many limbs he can... Okay, so what's the what's the tail option? He would cut off two, one, and then the other one would be more, or he wouldn't cut off any. Well, I mean, we'd have to do multiple. Okay, all right. I mean, if we say if he can cut down what? We'll do um, two coin flips. One is to see how many of the legs he can cut off, and then another one would be to see if he can finish it. Does that sound? No. Oh, no. and finish it in what? In whether he wins the match? Or should we do it a third time? The thing is, is it? Yeah, I, we, we should do three, and if he can get two out of three um, arms, you know, cut off, then he win. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, we'll we'll do that. So it uh, should. It all comes down to whether he can, you know, cut off the arms or dog or bark, stab bark. fucking, you know, uh, elephant man Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh, I forgot he was elephant man. Yeah, well, my dick is still big, huh? <laughs> you see that thing banging out of my shorts? <laughs> banging out of my shorts? Yeah, Marky. Yeah, trust me. No one is looking at you, uh, no matter how muscular you still are as the elephant man. So, I mean, all right. Let's send this over to Alexa, who uh, is deciding all of our fights today. Alexa! Wait a minute. What are we doing? Heads for who? Let's it's do... 5.19 p.m. That's <laughs> not what? what we're looking for. Um, let's do uh, Wahlberg as Tails, since he has all these extra... You know, limbs and shit. Alexa, flip a coin. Okay. Heads. Ooh, that's a that's a leg, leg and a half maybe taken off by Yoon. Yoon fucking you know catches Mark Wahlberg slipping, slashes a slashes a Doc arm arm off, and now he's uh he's maybe a little hurt. He's malfunctioning. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's go for the second one. Let's see if this is another one. Alexa, flip a coin. Okay. Do that one. High. Tails. Tails. Mark Wahlberg just fucking you know uh, seriously injured Yoon. He maybe try to yank oh, his arm no. out. Our boy Yoon. Yeah, he dislocated Yoon's shoulder it's, and he can't use one of his things. Down to the last coin toss. This is uh this is pretty intense. Yeah. All right, Alexa, let's flip that coin. Okay. Heads. Oh, Steven Yoon stabs Mark Wahlberg in the fucking heart. Wow. What an epic conclusion to the celebrity death match Man. of a fucking coin toss. It wasn't clear, but Yoon came out. Yeah, that was a uh, a bloody affair. You, I mean, uh, Mark Wahlberg's wow. freaking, you know, uh, Doc Ock arms are are bleeding oil all over the uh, <laughs> all over the fucking yeah. ring. This is quite the affair. Yoon is uh, getting picked up by Patrick himself. Patrick, 
You're winner, dude. You get back in the fucking league. Yeah. Woo, dude. I knew it. I always felt. I knew he's going to win this. Oh he's my, my boy. God, yeah. Mark, you suck. You're a fucking, you know, racist piece of shit. And I should have <laughs> never, you know, asked you to defect on my team. You're garbage. This is why you'll never get a good role or win an Oscar. And your dick isn't as big as Boogie Nights. And everybody knows it. <laughs> wow. Actually, motherfucker, you ever see my, uh, my, 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 my. You ever see my uh, underwear, you know, underwear commercial? No. <laughs> How are you still alive? <laughs> I'm bleeding out. I'm bleeding out, Rock. Uh, Rock, please. Come on, help me. Oh, Rock, yeah. please. Give me some out the mouth. I ain't fucking kissing you, pussy. Come on, we, bring in the, you know. Ubuntu, bring the med kit. Yeah. Bring him to the infirmary. I, I, I don't want to see, a, you know, any kind of, you know, serious death here. Uh, as a result of well, it is death match. It is the death match. He probably should be dead, considering what he did. Uh, but we're probably going to throw him in the uh, canceled island infirmary with the, you know the likes of Trump and all the other people who have lost this tournament. <laughs> but congratulations to Stephen Yoon, uh, the baby-handed Wolverine slicing king yeah. that we've been rooting the for. The heavyweight from day one. champion of celebrity death match. Now it's uh, it, it, was, it was a long time coming. He definitely put up a fight every week. But he really didn't have to try that hard because this man is uh, truly goaded. You know, even LeBron James is impressed with uh, what happened here today. Uh, so that is the the the, the conclusion of the uh, the celebrity deathmatch tournament. Wow, it was exciting. Joe, uh, do you uh, want to go down and uh, in interview uh, Patrick to uh, finally get his thoughts before we send this over to Muskie? Alrighty, Patrick, I'm uh, I'm really proud of you. I uh, I know it was uh, a lot of effort that you put in drafting this team. And uh, you were an incredible coach today, not only on the field, uh, but on the sideline for this fight. And uh, I'm excited to see you getting out there on the XFL field. The Triple XFL, excuse me. All I can say is I'm a winner. I'm a leader. How do you, uh, I, how do you feel that Rock is going to be, uh, you know, trapped here now? Well, I, you know, I, I don't really care. You know, Rock's not, you know, he, he doesn't want to give me a, a contract extension, even though he will, because at the end of the day, I'm his biggest star. <clears throat> he knows that. And uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, a new season and another Pooper Bowl win. How is, uh, how is he going to sign your checks if he's uh, trapped on this island? Uh, you know, just because he's not around, that doesn't mean that the, uh, the machine stops. I guess that's true. There is uh, direct deposits, you know. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right there, Joe. Uh, this has been quite the ride, and uh, already uh, Rock seems to be putting into fucking you know handcuffs. He's being taken away. Hey, get, get your hands off me. I'm, no, I'm not going away. Hey, no. No, I'm not going away. No. Bye-bye, Rock. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's the end of Rock, dude. He's He's been he's a, a nuisance on the show for a while, ever since the Slappy's fucking you know, meltdown that he had. Uh, but dad, it's, uh, it's that time. Last call for alcohol. Was there any, uh, remaining questions? Anything else that you wanted to say before we go? No, I got nothing. Yeah. I got, I don't even think we got any alcohol left. I mean, I think you've drunk this place dry. Yeah. I'm about to go home and smoke this shit dry too. And home being my little bamboo hut. Trust me. I'm, <laughs> I don't feel home at all on this motherfucking Island, but yeah, I don't, uh, 
I don't think there's a lot for me to say either. We're heading into uh, the longer part of this episode, which hopefully I can cut this bitch up because I I hate editing <laughs> two-hour episodes. <laughs> but we do still have to talk to our old friend Muskie, who has uh, been giving me way too much alcohol and has been over-serving me for a couple weeks now. Uh, so maybe that's something we have to bring up with him. Uh, hey, Muskie! Yeah! What's up? I mean, uh, you guys had a fucking crazy day! What's What's going on? Well, Muskie, we uh, we were you know looking over a lot of the, the fights on this island, and I think some bad blood has been made. Maybe it looks like we have the Rock joining us here, which is actually a bad thing. <laughs> I didn't even consider that the Rock is trapped here with us now. Yeah, I mean, all I can say is you know the uh, the P, you know the uh, the company not so great, but the entertainment's been you know spectacular. Oh yeah, I mean this is like better than you could ever possibly hope for in a, in a pay-per-view situation i mean we should have been broadcasting this uh anyways i don't know how and musky can you help us out here we, we need some you know some better alcohol here i mean you just brought this went vineyards which i'm not saying was bad but i mean it was already open i don't know how, for how long you know i mean where you got it and you know come on I'm sorry, I'm not fucking, you know, I'm not writing the reports, I'm not getting the, the shipments out here. I'm not the one ordering alcohol. The mm. committee's got all this shit under their fucking thumb. Uh. You know, I'm I'm just giving, you know, whatever they give me. I'm technically an employee, as much as Umbutu is a, you know, a wage slave, as he had mentioned before. So, I don't know what to say. Drew, you need to get your shit together and stop being a fucking drug addict. Uh, and, you know, continue to write these episodes like shit. <laughs> Musky, I, I mean... Trust me, I'm, I'm working through my addictions as much as I can, but you're not exactly helping. Well, you know, uh, you give me shit for, for my fucking habits and all my impulsions, uh, so finally I get a chance to uh, talk some shit to, uh, you know, one of the, the losers who comes around me all the, all the goddamn time. <laughs> you know, that, that's pretty fair, Muskie. I, I don't think there's too many times that you've had a, an opportunity to kick me while I'm down, but um, I'm ready. I guess I'm ready to, you know, take it. We're at it. the mercy of Muskie. Damn it. Yeah, that's we're in a really fucked up situation. Yeah. We're with the people we gotta, that we, we don't gotta like. We got to get off of this island. We really got to get yeah. the fuck off this island. Now that Rock is probably going to be um, tyrannical for the Christ's sake, uh, being that he just got dragged off. I mean, do we off. get our day in court or what? I mean, you know, we've been falsely accused, and uh, we need some uh, some way of you know. We have to sit in front of a judge or something to you know whether we have to stay here or not. Yeah, I think we probably do have uh, another hearing coming up with the canceling committee. I know, I you know, I saw that on my uh, my schedule that I wrote for myself. I've been having Celine do some of my secretarial work uh, since you know she's she's connected off the Wi-Fi that we're getting from the uh, the, the jerk off room, but she's still able to keep my calendar in check. <laughs> uh, Celine, was there? Uh, I guess was there anything that you wanted to bring up? It's been a while since we've uh, even talked to you, but you know, how are you? I'm good. I'm happy. Steve Noon won. He ate my cyber pussy. He is a god. <laughs> what? Wow, okay. Um, I didn't expect to hear that. Uh, so wait, Celine, are you confirming that you've had some sort of, you know, hookup with Steven Yoon? I was pretty sure you only went after white <laughs> chicks, but, you know, you have sort of an Irish tone, maybe an Australian accent. I I'm not really quite sure. Yeah, we matched on Bumble. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would expect Yoon to be on Raya, which is maybe more the celebrity thing, but... You know, Yoon is for the women, so I can imagine that's why I was on Bubble. Uh, but yeah, good good work there, Celine. I'm glad you were able to make some uh, connections with uh, truly a winner. So it looks like you're punching up while the rest of us are punching down. Uh, but Dad, I I think we need to separate ourselves from our characters and uh, maybe check into AA. 
uh, which is maybe the next step to get on off this island is to cleanse ourselves from our addictions. Uh, but dad, let's just do the uh, the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? I don't think um, I should give this wine a rating because I don't know how long it's been sitting or where it was. It was a little from. sandy, to be honest with yeah, you. It looks like still. it looked like someone pulled it out of the beach. It's a little gritty, so I was just I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah, this was uh, this was a bad alcohol choice today. Uh, definitely not the same as the margaritas, but being that I've become a full blown alcoholic on this island, I. I don't think I should really even be drinking anyway, so I'm also going to skip over that. I, I will say zero out of five uh, <laughs> relationships with an AI, you know, <laughs> hookup relationship with an AI. All right, well, it's been another week on the island, and uh, I'm scared what's going to happen next. But as always, we absolutely have no idea what we're doing, and hopefully on the other one we'll be able to figure it out. But until then, we're just going to have to see you next time. Yep. Bye-bye. Help. <laughs> Bye-bye and send some fucking help. <laughs> And don't drink a drive.